7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition for this July 16th, 2019, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans, still don't have a music license. Uh, so, and I'm still waiting for a fucking refund through PayPal from those bastards over at Stream Licensing. So, uh, gotta wait till the end of the month. They still haven't responded to me, so things are gonna be in my favor. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, of course, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi there, buddy. Hi, and welcome our new host, Kellyanne Conway, for the newest game host... What's your ethnicity? Yeah. Or uh, actually, I think the new the new game should be called... A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that I think should be it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog at Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Hello. Hi. Listen, I'm sick and tired of this country, but you know what? I got no place to go. I'm not I'm sick not and tired quitting. of I'm not quitting. I got no place to go. I'm not sick and tired of this country. Gentlemen. I'm not sick and tired of this country. I'm sick and tired of the assholes we have to endure in this country. I, I, the country yeah, didn't I do anything believe- wrong. The fact I'm that she said that is disgusting. I'm sick and tired of the people who stole an election who shouldn't be in the White House and are there illegitimately. Yeah. Yes. Amen to that. We'll uh, we'll we'll afford you an amen to that. Amen. Uh, yeah, I mean, because as much as you know, people will grouse and whinge about you know, uh, you know the, the the you know this is you know it's it's not it's the people. It's the it's there are people in this country that who are who are really really fucking things up for everybody. And um, and and what I'm seeing is what's really manifesting with with. Epstein with Trump and all of his little uh, racist satellites who that that swirl about him, and you know movements like the men's rights activists and the incels, in the Klan, in white supremacists and white nationalists, and all of this, it all boils down to one thing, really, in its toxic masculinity. It's straight white male conservative toxic masculinity that is is a is a disease yes a yeah the 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 privilege and and not only that not only the privilege but the demand for more the demand 
that they they the, you know they maintain supremacy and they need more they need to to have ownership over people not just you know want you know pining for the days of slavery but the days for when women were property the days before women could vote you know drive cars whatever um this is this is really where we are this is really where we are that this is come in it and it's and racism is in there too don't get me wrong but i really think that that the how you know and i i saw a post today on twitter somebody was like women for trump next thing you know you'll see you know chickens for the colonel you know <laughs> um and you know and, and you know women for trump's been around for a while obviously um and there's you know blacks for trump that's what they call themselves i you know not african-americans for trump blacks for trump whatever latinos for trump i've seen all the signs whatever and I know there's so many of them. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Huh. Um, but th- this really, you know, is... is uh, it, the, the handling, you know, Trump and his tweets. Go back to your country. To four women of color who happen to... Or, who are Democrats. Who happen to speak differently about... Policy. Not the country. You know, and that's why, you know, that's why I find it important, you know, to say there's nothing wrong with the country. Nobody thinks there's anything wrong with the country. You have to be a child to think, you know, something, you know, oh, the country's bad. No, no, no. There's a huge portion of this country that is very good. The land itself is good unless it's sullied by, you know, the, 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 all the bastards that are burning fossil fuels and stripping the earth of its natural resources that aren't renewable that want you know that lie you know or people who lie and say oh well, there's a bird graveyard outside every every turbine wind turbine you know you get wind cancer you know i mean and the 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 fact that we hear constant moaning from the right about fake news it's fake news it's fake news every once in a while yeah somebody gets it wrong on cnn or msnbc or whatever you know, and yeah, maybe we we relied too heavily on the Mueller report to try and get Trump out, and it's still, you know, there's there, somebody's making a graphic novel since people won't read the damn thing, you know. So maybe people will read a comic book of the Mueller report, um, yes. you know, and and understand. I haven't read the entire thing from page to page, but I understand what's in it. You know, I've listened to plenty of ana- analysis from people who are better qualified to to pour over something like that and, and tell me what's in it, you know? Uh, but the, you know, there's so much wrong. There's so much wrong. And it's, and it's all stemming from the same fucking people. It's, you know, and, and, and I hate to ever have to go to the, the analogy of, you know, Nazi Germany, but it's God, there's so much of the same shit going on. I think I'm not, you know, but I, I honestly think Nazis probably treated their women better than, you know, than the, you know this administration wants to see women treated. You know. Well, I mean, you know, women who were in the Nazi Party. I mean, you know, they. I don't think they wanted to strip away all their rights. You know. So, I don't. I, that's that's all goofy hyperbole. I I apologize. No, I actually I I wrote I. <laughs> Yesterday, I actually wrote. It wasn't a wasn't a really in depth blog, but over at Four Freedoms, I, I literally 
and the the title of this the title of it was <clears throat> what would you do and so i'm glad you brought that up but the bottom line is that we're we're now at a point where over the weekend we were told we as a nation were told there are going to be ice raids all around the country mm-hmm. and so immigrant pop you know immigrant communities and and when i say immigrant communities i want to make this really clear this there are immigrant communities in this country sure but in in, in areas like here where i live in the dc area it, it, we have more than an immigrant community i mean i live in an area where uh, we have people from all over the world yeah it's the same here you know, so it's you not know? like a whole bunch of latin people living here yeah we have a whole i mean bunch of people living here yeah we have the i mean question, the but you go ahead go ahead finish your thought the the question that that I posed in my blog yesterday, and I think this is really important, is you know when we were growing up, and even through the Bush years, when we thought that Bush might have been, oh, you know, we compared him to Nazism. The 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 abstract question that we asked is, how come Germans didn't stop this? Yeah. And then the next the next question is, what would you do if you saw your neighbor? Mm-hmm being taken away and um we're at that point now well now now my question point now for ice is what what kind of immigrant immigrant communities are being raided is it going to be a vietnamese community is it going to be a chinese community is it going to be somalian is it going to be russian is it going to be czechoslovakian is it going to be italian you know we all know the answer to that Probably none of those. Maybe Somalian. Maybe, but um, no. Huh. It's it, it's going to be Latin American uh, yes. communities. Those are those are targets. This is targeted racism. It's fascism. It's a it, yeah, you know. It is. It's it's madness. It's madness. But there's so much. There, but yeah. There's so, so there's so much. And, and now. You know, but who knows what's going to happen now? Because you know, you have four women who have very different backgrounds that Trump has attacked. Uh, let me see who, 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 the the list of uh, the uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib, and uh, Ayanna Presley. Presley, yep. So all women, or of as color. Kellyanne Conway would call them, a dark element of society. She said that. I thought folks. she called them the dark underbelly. Um, she might have. She might have. I, 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 uh, I might have mis, mis, uh, quote or, or, you know. Either way, both are just. And we'll listen to the audio later. We'll listen to the audio later. But there's so much. There's so. I mean, it is so hard, Joe, to to keep up. As you you are, are, we're all well aware of what happened in our. You know, I was really busy at work, but in our production chat, I mean, the ugly. It was it was an avalanche of ugliness, Joe. Are you are you sitting on the mute button, Joe? Well, maybe he had to take Joe. a phone call. Maybe that was. Maybe he's Italian, and they're trying to deport him. Could be. It could happen. Go back to Italy. Um, 
I'm just disgusted at it. You know, the, the other thing that I wrote about in my blog on Monday was was the idea that this administration said these these raids were going to happen on on Sunday. So communities all across the country were literally sitting at home in fear. Or they went to I church am. and they weren't sure if they could come home in fear. So there was a lot of fear there. And then it didn't happen. And now that that umbrella of fear is still with them. You it's, know? Yeah. I, I mean, and, and th- this is the constant fear mongering for that, that, you know, the, uh, you know, the immigrant, uh, you know, Latin American immigrant community. You know, and I, I have a feeling that even documented immigrants are probably sweating bullets right now, too, because uh, they, they've yeah, given they they've given the impression they meaning the the Trump cult and the Trump administration and the law enforcement, the racist members of law enforcement who are willing to go above and beyond the already monstrous policies that Trump wants to implement. You know, these, these fucking I'm not saying all of them. I'm not you know, I'm not saying everybody in ICE, but or or or, you know, uh, whatever other departments, um, but there are a lot. There are a lot of people who take their jobs like, like scary, evil, serious. Well, you know what? I there's also a lot of people who are member of members or employed by the by ICE who happen to be Latin American. <laughs> you know, and and this goes back to that really kind of big philo- philosophical question: mm-hmm. what what will you do? And I. I don't know what I don't know what they would do. I mean, we're in a really bad place. I don't mean I usually like to be a little bit more happy about a lot of this stuff, but but if you're a Latin person, Latinx working for ICE, mm-hmm. knowing that what you're doing is wrong, but you are forced to do it because this is your job. This goes back to the good German argument. Does that make sense? I hope. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm just uh, uh, checking in with Joe to make sure he's he's with us. Joe, are you are you back with us? Yes, I am. Okay, there we go. Hi, Joe. So they didn't send you back to. They didn't send you back to Italy. Uh, no. Okay. No, uh, they sent me back to Little Italy. (laughs) Little Italy. Okay. There you go. Yeah, Little Italy. It's a restaurant right around the corner. Sure. So, but. All right, but uh, yeah, now, now, uh, seriously, I mean, this is this is the kind of show that we're having tonight because there's so much, there's so much going on. There's new stuff about Epstein in like the fake passport, you know. There's new stuff about you know these raids to immigrant communities. There's new stuff. I mean, the most racist stuff Trump has done in a while just happened this weekend. Go back to your country. Go back to where you and came today. from. And today. And Kellyanne Conway and Mitch McConnell and all these freaks. And then, like I, I mentioned, the incel community. I, I, I need to talk about this story real quick. This is really disturbing. Um, this is, um, uh, you know, because this is this is another group who is slowly but surely, I, I, I swear to God, this group is twisted fucked up beyond human recognition the incel community i mean they they are there is something wrong with them 
and it's not necessarily that this okay so the, this is a story from l magazine all right um a 17 year old influencer instagram inf influencer yeah for you old folks out there i just recently realized what or, or learned what an influencer is basically they're kind of like hey this person from instagram will be at this event you should go and blah 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 and it'll be great and it'll be fun and you'll get to meet them and stuff so it's kind of like a new media celebrity right not you know and that's fine i don't care about that um, a 17-year-old influencer was brutally murdered, then a killer posted photos of her body to Instagram. Uh, and this is an article by Rose uh, Minutaglio, uh, Minutaglio, I think is how to say her last name. Uh, in upstate New York, micro-influencer, uh, micro so another influencer, um, allegedly, and it's not, I know you got to use the terms allegedly, but uh, he slit the, thro the throat of his uh, of. <clears throat> this is a bad article because this is this writing isn't right. I've read like fifteen versions of this. It says his his teenage girlfriend. She was a friend of the family's. Not oh god damn it. I'm sorry. This makes me mad because people are doing sloppy writing here. So L, shame on you. You guys should have gotten this right. This guy was a friend of the family. I'm not going to say his name. Um, and he was again a micro influencer, and uh, uh, this girl's name is Bianca Devins. She was 17 years old, recently graduated high school, and had plans to study psychology at a community college in the fall. Her killer is a 21 year old. I, yes, yes, he's a micro influencer. You said that. This is a poorly written article. Um, uh, and uh, he and Devins attended a concert put on by Canadian musician Nicole uh, Dollenganger the night before the murder reported Rolling Stone. Um, this, um, this psycho took pictures of, of this girl after he brutally murdered her. He um, spray-painted on the road next to, I believe, where he left her body next to the SUV that they were in. May you never forget me. May yeah. you never forget me. He didn't do that for her. He did that for his incel he community. He did that for him and, yes, all the people on 4chan because he is uh, uh, basically I, I read a little bit about this. There's a big article on this guy and I don't want to say his name, but it's on Heavy. I'll post it in the chat if anybody wants to skim through it. Uh, but it's really dark. It's really, really disturbing. And not just that, but this, what happened is when he posted the pictures of her, they started circulating on 4chan like crazy. And this is from Right Wing Watch. 4chan users incels extol report of teenage girl's death by Jared Holt. Again, Right Wing Watch. Police who are investigating a death in uh, Utica, New York, of a teenage girl who was killed by a young man who posted graphic, violent images of her body on social media sites. Users in far-right corners of the internet are hailing the killing, further demonstrating the proclivity for violent extremist acts among the participants in these digital enclaves. The Observer Dispatch, a Utica newspaper, reported yesterday that Utica police were investigating a death with some details that matched unverified claims that had been shared online about the killing of a teenager identified as Bianca Devins, an aspiring social media influencer and model. WKTV confirmed today that the victim in question was Devins, 
NBC New York reports that the death is still being investigated. It appears to involve uh, involved an image posted on Instagram, and the police plan to meet with Devin's family today. Soon after the story broke, the hashtag RAP Bianca trended on Twitter. The alleged killer posted graphic images to Instagram showing the teenage girl, brace yourselves, folks, uh, with her neck slashed and one of himself with a wound suggesting he had slit his own throat. Right Wing Watch reviewed these images on the Instagram account from which they came but will not be publishing the graphic images in question. Um, despite early reports that Devin's connected uh, with her killer online, heavy reports that Devin's sister says the suspect was a family friend. So there's the reporting, folks, um, in the media. L Magazine, do a little bit more research. And BuzzFeed News reports that Utica police said that the couple had just attended a concert together and, and were in a relationship. So I don't know what that means, you know. A relationship. It doesn't. To me, it doesn't mean anything. It, it could have been friends. Yeah, on four chan and eight eight on four chan and eight chan, users shared graphic images of the homicide and lauded the killer for his actions. On four chan's R nine K board, where a discontented young man gather to deride women for their appearances and share their loathing for society, some users argued that the just the killing was justified. Others yeah. went it, others went as far to celebrate it. On incel forums online, similar uh, sentiments were shared. Incel communities online exist as places where young men can convince each other that they have the right to expect sex from women and encourage each other to adopt more extreme and violent misogyny as a response to their failures. Um, a post on the uh, appear, uh, a post allegedly appeared on the now defunct Facebook called Dark Cell Gaming with an image of the suspected killer before reports circulated of the young woman's death. Users in the incel okay. communities have committed multiple. Oh, okay, anyway, um, but uh, yeah, but it's a now defunct Facebook group. Yeah, it was called Dark Cell Gaming. Uh, so but it was allowed to exist. Yes. Even though clearly it sounds like it was an incel gaming group. This is I mean, where I have a problem with Facebook groups. Well, you can... I mean, the, the, the thing is... Here's the thing. If you want to have a group and, you, and you're, you're pathetic enough to call yourself an incel, sure, you can have a group. Um, but once you start violating, once you start putting things in there, and in, in, it's not policed by Facebook... You know, you can call yourself. You know, you you can have a, a, a you know a site. You know, a Facebook page that says, you know, I'm a Klansman. You know, but as soon as you cross the line, uh, with with hate speech. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. And threats. That's fair enough, I guess. But I I guess there's a part of me that's just like, okay, the Klan. That's a hate group. Yeah, Incels. and, and arguably, I might be wrong. I might be wrong with that because if if there if if you have a group that says you're in the clan or Nazis, they'll probably take it down. But incels, we need to start taking them much more serious as a threat, and so do social media p uh, places because this image was up for hours. There's one, and and Rain, was that you who shared the the really heinous one? I, I shared an article. I did not the, look at any of the images. No, 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 no. I meant the the article you shared, the really heinous article about what yeah. somebody did. About about an incel who literally masturbated to a photo of the murdered girl. 
and then and he sent he he called it a come tribute this makes me ill and it makes me sick and he sent it to her mother I'm not sure if it was her mother or her stepmother. stepmother. It, it is step- to me. It does, doesn't matter. Neither one is. <clears throat> doesn't matter. Stepmother, mother. You know. Yes. I mean. You know. Uh, that step. That particular stepmom seemed. She. She was another mom. Some of us are lucky enough to have stepmoms who are a second mom. And yeah. and oh my god, it's so disgusting what these people. It's anyway. Well, I mean, I just sort of feel like the Klan and men's men's rights groups, y'all are in the same category to me, period. Well, I was talking to Susan about this on the way home, and she's like, what gets, what what is it that could put a man's, you know, it was much like the conversation we had on Friday about trying to get inside the head of a pedophile. You know, what, what is it that poisons a young man's brain to the point where he's ready to kill somebody and then put pictures up that guys are going to use for murder porn on the internet. What, what pushes, what, I mean, what is it? Is it just a complete lack of, is it just because their life, it solely revolves around being on the internet and, and not socializing and is, is, does screen time? I mean, I know there have been studies, but you know, or, or when pe- when kids are going to the the dark web or or the the cesspools of four chan and eight chan or whatever, I mean, they're probably just inundating themselves with like all kinds of unspeakable gore and butchery and 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 misogyny and and racism and whatever to the point where they're just killing their brains. They're killing whatever I, uh, whatever part of their brain that might ha- resemble what might be a soul is being completely crushed. People whined and, and moaned about video games and violent movies and, and everything like that. Yeah, well, a video game or a violent movie, it's, it's you know, you turn it on, you turn it off. These guys um, marinate in this, in this toxic cesspool. Here's I, I got to find the article. I read it about two months ago, and I'm not sure if it was from the Washington Post or I think it was from the Washington Post. It was an entire. It was from the magazine too, where um, what and it addresses exactly what you're talking about. And it was a whole expose about a woman, a woman's son who he literally fell into the whole incel movement the whole um i don't know if it was necessarily incel but i think it was more along the lines of um the white nationalist movement Mm -hmm. and you know she the the mom was and is a democrat she was a big hillary clinton supporter and she watched her son like drift away and just fall into these chat rooms and she didn't know what to do and then towards the end she literally attended one of these um, right-wing rallies in D.C. Mm-hmm. with him. Like, he wants it to go. She didn't know what to do. Yeah. I, I'll have to find the article. It was an amazing well, would, article, but... I want to see studies I, done. I want to see studies I, done I of, do too. Of, these, of these guys. You know? 
Uh, I mean, it, try and find some I'm of them. I'm not that, trying to make this sound like a romantic, no. happy ending story. No, but no, no. This no. mother was literally watching her son disappear. Well, did she pull him back from the edge? She did. Well, hopefully he stays there. But Joe, I did, I, I yeah. want, Joe, uh, why don't you chime in before we uh, have to go to the break here? I mean, these kind of stories just blow me away. I, as if I needed any blowing away this week. These 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 kind of stories are, are are outrageous. I mean, I mean, I I don't know. I, I it's like watching a a bad crime movie and saying, what would somebody think? What were, were they thinking when they did something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, it's it's just, and you can't put yourself in the mind of a maniac, of a sociopath. But I I just wonder what kind of a world we're living in i mean it's just with everything that happened this week you know with epstein with with trump's overt racism with all these these incels in, in this particular case i mean it's it's like what are we doing what what is this world coming to in in the the sheer wanton the the replacement of of real interaction like you know like the facebook killer joe when you when you and barb came through yeah um that that was when the guy went on to facebook live and went up and shot a man in the head and left him dead and kept broadcasting you know this new sunday yeah easter sunday yeah this new wave of uh callous extremism and granted i don't know if that guy was an incel but you know, I mean, it, he, it's just like, look, I'm going to kill a guy and I'm going to broadcast it. Just like, I mean, the, the, they're so demented and so deranged by the the you know, again, the lack of human interaction. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Something is killing people's brains, you know, to the point where the you know you have these groups, or maybe it's just maybe these people have been around for for a long time and they finally can just commiserate and and mm-hmm. moan and groan to like a bunch of other people cuz mm-hmm. you know I guess I've known guys that you know they never married they never you know dated they you know they were always you know you know kind of doom and gloom about their lives and stuff like that so you know I guess that they they you know maybe it's nothing new maybe they're always this way but may I think the internet you know these areas of the internet are making them worse I think yeah, I it's think, also I capturing think teenagers. I, I think. Yeah. I think. I think you you got right to the heart of it, Ken. It's not that these you know it's it's something. Um, remember Khan in 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 uh, the space seed. I don't know if you remember that yeah, Star yeah. Trek episode, but there was one one um, there was one scene where he said. You know, Kirk was telling him how 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 much advanced things were since his time, and he said, "Yes, technology has changed, but how little man himself has changed." Yeah, and yeah. I think you hit that right on the head. This has always been. You can go back to the 18th century, the 17th, 16th century. I think what's different right now is take what happened on that Easter Sunday? No. Alright, Joe's Skyping out a little bit there. Oh, um, am I? 
Yeah, okay. Uh, just say, you said I'm, take I'm posting take what? Okay, uh, but Joe, uh, we got to go to the break. You said, Joe, take uh, what happened on that Easter Sunday? Yeah, yeah that Easter Sunday the, when we came to Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, uh, what happened is that people like that always existed, but now they have a connection to each other. They can mm-hmm. form a network. They can wow. celebrate each other's depravity. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Almost it's like really they're, they're together. That's and, and really I think, important, Joe. I, I think you 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 you're, you hit it right on the head. They now have have a way, and that is dangerous. Yeah. Well, um, we should go to the break right now. We might talk about this a little bit more when we come back. Um, but uh, we do have a lot of other stuff to talk about. Uh, hang tight. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night uh, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
I could kiss you in the mouth. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastards! I've had worse. It's showtime. Well, it is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, uh, welcome back to the show, Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. That's me. And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, the Washington, D.C. Beltway Bureau, whatever. <laughs> I got tripped up. I was I, I, I started reading something. But hi, Rain. Welcome back. Hi. I'm back. I was just having a conversation with Bob about incels. Well, and he is so angry. He's like, I need to walk away from the show. Yeah. I don't blame him. And, and I, I want to say something else, too, real quick. Because every time incels get brought up, and uh, I, I see right wingers try and push the incel community over to you know loser libtard lives in their mommy's basement kind of stuff. Um, hold up a second, because every time we decry toxic masculinity, and every time we say we are feminists, and every time we want you know to talk about equal pay or something like that, you know. Uh, but but primarily the toxic masculinity that is derided and mocked by the right but if you look at what the incel community is it is like the heart it is the crystalline the the most crystalline pure nugget of toxic toxic masculinity out there because they're acting on it and they are killing women they're committing violence yeah, against they can't women. women. Yes. So, no, I'm sorry. We oppose violence against women. We oppose violence in general. 
and we and every time one of the ads comes out you remember the gillette ad you know about toxic masculinity all these people are i'm gonna buy bic from now on you know or whatever i'll never buy them again those libtards oh so the libtards are the ones who are pushing toxic masculinity and also the ones who are committing crimes fueled by it fuck off the incels are all about it's all about the way conservatives treat women it's been distilled down to its most purely evil form uh by these these little shitheads because of the disrespect we have and and don't don't think it's any kind of mistake that this stuff isn't just starting to manifest because all of a sudden trump uh the most vile pig misogynist we've had in the white house and you know in decades you know don't think it's coincidence oh well kennedy slept around fuck off oh well bill clinton fuck off it's all yours you fucking freaks do so they anyway. really use that excuse that kennedy slept around so they should oh, be yeah. able to too well Kennedy. I- well you know no, the the bottom line is that they're saying that they're involuntary, involuntarily celibate, mm-hmm. which just I just want to put this one out there. I think that is bullshit in and of itself. Oh God, it's on so many levels. Okay, because yes, there are certain men out there who would like to meet a nice woman, who just don't have that, you know, that opportunity. That doesn't make them like these guys who go out there and be like. I hate all women and, you know, join these forums and sure. You know, and they have like, you know, uh, they have like, you know, submissive, uh, you know, uh, anime girl standards for, you know, what, what they're looking for in a woman. It's like, you don't live in the real fucking world. Go, you know, go marry a cartoon character because you're not going to get that in real life. You know, here's the thing I have, I have, some very very dear female friends and i'm not kidding they are like my closest friends like i will go to the mat for them and they can't for whatever reason and you shouldn't need a damn reason but they they're not in a relationship they would like to be in a relationship but it just hasn't happened for them it's that it it, it's that simple for them Mm mm-hmm they're not out there trying to kill men. No. They're not on forums saying that men are a whole bunch of shits. They're not denigrating men. There's nothing like that on... Uh, when I say nothing like that, I haven't looked into it. I'm almost afraid to say this, but I don't think that there's something so prevalent from women who are involuntarily no. celibate. As what we see from men. They're called men nuns. They're, oh, no, actually, well, no. That's no, voluntary. There's more than that. But I know. Do, do you understand my point? Like I, I, I do. I, no, I do. Is, this is something that's bigger than just being an involuntary. Involunt- I mean, <clears throat> the, um, well, it, the it, article it, I posted is really long, but in that article, that was a 13-year-old who was recruited by adults. Yeah. Well, and, and let me thirteen-year-old recruited by adults to to hate women. Yeah, and and, and in turn hate his mother. Let me go and and I don't know if this is any if my my situation is anything like Joe's from when I was a young man. But Joe, you can you can 
uh, let me know if there if you find any similarities. All right, because mm. incel is a bullshit term. They are voluntarily celibate. They are absolutely voluntarily celibate because they're not willing to go. and And I could have very well ended up being one of these lonely, miserable guys as a young man because all of my friends had girlfriends, were dating, were having sex, and I was like, you know, I was a virgin until I was eighteen. I I I was not, you know sexually active for a long time you know i mean con compared to you know my friends uh, you know a lot 18 oh such a long time um allegedly. and I'm say allegedly we could talk about that later and uh <laughs> um but you know i i i would get angry i would get upset and you know and and i started to you know you know i i I never really thought of horrible thoughts about women. It was just like, why won't they date me? You know? And the reason why is because I hadn't found the right person to date. And the reason why is because maybe I was being a little bit selfish. And so I decided to try and change myself a little bit and, you know, not be such a, a jerk about what kind of music I listened to and tried to, you know, be interested in things that girls, you know, the girls I was dating were into, you know, try to, you know, give something a chance. I, I mentioned like, you know, I, the only, uh, the other day, the little mermaid is one of the only, is the only Disney movie I think I've ever gone to see in the theater because there was a girl I was dating that was interested in seeing it. So I went and I didn't complain, whatever. It's it's about compromise and it's about finding you know it's it's about not being selfish and it took me a while and then next thing I knew you know I had a pretty decent string of relationships until you know I was like I'm kind of sick of this I want to find somebody that I I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with and I found Susan and we dated for, it, it, and we knew within a couple weeks that we were gonna be together forever and that's what happened. And, and Joe, Joe, I don't know if, if you know, what your experience was uh, or, if, or if there's anything in there that, that rings a bell, but I could have easily just given up, you know? Sure. Sure. I, I was in a similar situation. I was, I was, uh, I always say I was old for high school. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I didn't start dating until I was in college and it was because it was and and i never hated women i always loved women <laughs> you know yeah and and you know i, I it, it was me it was always i was very shy mhm mm and i was petrified of rejection you know jeez if i ever they're going to laugh at me they're going to they're going to laugh if I asked her out, you know, I'm, I'm going to be laughed at, and then they're going to laugh at me behind my back, and then I'm going to be this whole thing in school. <laughs> so you're better mm -hmm. off just staying over here in this corner <laughs> and not not attempting anything. So that was me, you know. And I was a very insecure person, but I knew that. And and um, you know, I'm sure there were girls that would have went out with me, but I just never wanted to take the chance but that's on me yeah you know can, and, can and that, that was in? me because mm -hmm. uh, yes what joe just said and what you just said is exactly what i went through and all of my very close friends in high school went through even the popular ones mm -hmm. even the popular ones and 
so we went this is the thing I think that that I'm not a psychologist but I think that teens and Kenny and I grew up in an era closer in age than than you did Joe but what you just said it made so much sense because I've had the chance since then to talk to a good number of my male friends from high school who said those things I had one guy say to me years later I really wish I could have asked you out but I was terrified to and the funny thing was is that I felt like at the time and I did say this to him I, I didn't know that but I didn't think that anybody wanted to go out with me so it's all about you know growing up I don't know what's normal or what's not normal growing up as a teenager at this point now that I'm you know 51 years old but we were all really insecure. And yeah. I think that's a very, very normal part of growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Some of us had parents who said to us, it is normal to be insecure. And some of us had parents who were grown-ups who were insecure and didn't know how to tell us that this was normal. But when it comes to things like this incel movement, it goes, Joe, you really hit the nail on the head where we have an internet now where there are people who consider themselves involuntarily celibate who are on these forums and time and time again I think that a lot of them prey on younger men this kid was 20 and he was a kid I know technically he's a legal adult but he was 21 and I'm sure that you will find if if we go further into the story that he was parts he was he was in forums where there were older really toxic men yeah who fed into his insecurities as opposed to you know this 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 21 year old having you know a good family structure a good you know circle of friends who said it's normal to be insecure because it really is well it really is normal to be insecure especially if you're a teenager Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the insecurity was definitely there in in my insecurity at times would uh, manifest in like being standoffish or acting like I was better than somebody. You know, if I if I sensed a little bit of rejection, I would get defensive. And, you know, so it did, you know, there was a little bit of toxic masculinity with me It never turned into anything where I was like, you know, you know hurting someone physically or starting you know rumors or anything like that um but you know i would get you know oh well who needs you anyway kind of attitude you know um but uh but in in that was stemming from my insecurities but uh but seriously there uh, there is no such thing as an incel you are a vol cell you are voluntarily being celibate we're voluntarily being angry at the world and blaming other people for things that you there is somebody uh, I I attest there is someone out there for everyone as long as you're willing to not be a complete raging asshole and maybe compromise uh, you know and and, you know and don't, don't, don't even compromise just be open to understanding where other people are coming from, and you might learn something. You know, I was—I I had this conversation with Susan, and I'm sorry, Joe. I'll let, I'll let you talk in a second, but um, but um, I was talking to Susan. I said, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for my wife, 
I wouldn't have been introduced to a plethora of bands and movies and you know and and things like that that I feel I'm I'm better off knowing about because of her. You know, there's so much stuff I didn't know about. I didn't know about the band Altered Images. I didn't know about Marshall Crenshaw. I didn't know about Squeeze and you know, uh, you know, uh, um, Split Ends or you know, I mean, just uh, the the list of bands goes on and on. Nina Hagen. I didn't know about Nina Hagen. You know, I didn't know about Liquid Sky the movie. You know, there's all kinds of things, and we and we found common interests. You know, and you know, granted, she doesn't love heavy metal, but she does like some of the stuff that I play. And there's a bands that we found in the middle that we, you know, really enjoy. But it's about being more open, not not about compromising. You just have to be more open, and you might find kind of like green eggs and ham that Ted Cruz never understood. If there's something out there you haven't tried, you might enjoy it. But Joe, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, I, I just I just wanted to say that, uh, yeah, I never had any anger, though. I don't remember ever being angry, you know, that I wasn't dating uh, in high school. Um, it wasn't anger. It was just that I was too afraid to ask a girl out. Mm-hmm. You know, I was too awkward. It was too uh, frightening to be rejected. You know, I mean... If I asked her out, she said, uh, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. you know, what, what does that mean about me? Then what, mm-hmm. what, what am, I? am I? Am I ugly? Am I uh, a horrible person? Am I creepy? <laughs> you know, and like, does her opinion of me, you know, it, 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 is that every woman's opinion of me? And then should I just keep to myself? You know, oh, but I was never, I was never angry. I think I was. It was anxiety you know, more I than just, anger for me. I just, I just went into my shell. You know, that I makes just, sense, Ken. I just kept into my shell, and you know, I hung around with a bunch of other uh, nerds, uh, as we called we called each other, and um, you know, we eventually all got married. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, uh, high school was a rough a rough time, and. Um, and uh, I, you know, I, I remember it as as being very insecure. And you know, what's funny is that I did hear from a long, long time ago um, that my some of the girls in my high school class mm-hmm. thought that I was stuck up. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought. What <laughs> stuck up? <laughs> like, Who me? That would imply that I thought I was this great ladies' guy and was too good for anybody in high school, and it, it was just the opposite. You know, it was like women just girls just f- frightened me, <laughs> like you know, worse than worse than anything. And you know, I mean, it was like I was scared. You know, you so see, I just Joe, ran away but- from that. What you're saying is something I find really interesting is that I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming them is that you assumed a lot about those girls that you might have had a crush on. And then in turn, they assumed things about you. And I think that that really is almost a rite of passage growing up. Mm-hmm. Where you look at somebody well, and yeah. you know you're yeah. trying to find your way, and it's like because I know me, I 
I'm telling you, man, I've got something called the Joe Stool Diaries. It's legendary in my house. I had the hugest crush on this boy in high school when I wrote diaries about him. His last name was Stool? S-T-E-U-L. No. Okay. Oh, he, that boy had a rough, <laughs> yes, rough that's, high school. <laughs> yes, his last name was Stool. But it was one of those things where, you know, I didn't think any boy would like me. And I, I found out later, like, a lot of boys found me, like, okay, she, I was the artist, right? Yeah. They didn't want to approach me because they thought that I was this person over here when mm-hmm. all we had to do was talk. But it's easy to say that now as adults. Mm-hmm. But when you're a teenager growing up, mm-hmm. everybody's trying to find their way. The same with Ken. Like, he was, you know, you were shy. You were like, wait, am I not good enough? I'm all this stuff. This yeah, is I, this is a rite of passage. And when it comes to this movement that we're talking about. This, they the, don't the want to pay their dues. They don't right. want to pay their dues. But I don't know if there's anybody out there telling them that your feelings are normal. And you don't have to turn them into something abnormal. Just be patient. Somebody will come along. Things will change. It will mm-hmm. get better. It really yes. will get better. Yes, yes. I think, and I think that was, and my personality is one, is such that I was never a risk taker. Yeah. So, you know, I was in a, you know, a lot of my classmates were risk takers. You know, they didn't, they they brushed it off. If girls laughed them off or brushed them off or didn't want anything to do with them, they figured there's something wrong with those girls, not me, and they just went on to the next flower. But the you thing know? is, is that you don't know, quite honestly. You don't yeah. know if when they went home that night, yeah, they may have projected that onto you and your friends, but there's a good chance that they went home that night thinking, what's wrong with me? This is this is growing up. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, yeah. the incels have committed to not growing up, and, you know... That's it, the point that I'm trying to make. And, uh, and apparently there's nobody out there willing to help them grow up. So that sucks, and things need to change because they're turning into a violent... I mean, they are a violent extremist group now, where yeah. they're, they're, go, they're making murder porn for themselves now. I may just make one point, though, that I think a lot of this... Look, the three of us just discussed our... our you know, teen years and everything and what it was like. But the one thread in common is that we were all sane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, 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 there's another element to this that mental illness. some of these people are, are mentally ill and yes. they, they take their disappointment or their insecurity to a level that we can't understand. We understood our insecurities. We understood, you know, what, what it was that held us back if it held us back. But, these people are in a different mind frame and, and I, I can't we can't we can't discount the you know mental illness part of this absolutely all right good point uh but we're going to end on that one um when we come back we're going to talk about some other mental illness going on out of the white house um and uh and more misogyny and this time racist misogyny so uh we'll go to break we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com light out everybody every sunday and monday at 10 30 p.m eastern 
Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hi, Karumba. There's a thunderstorm moving in fast. Boy, howdy. We had one last night, too. It was crazy. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Turn Up the Night, uh, the Tuesday edition, uh, July 16th, 2019. Welcome back. To Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Hi. 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 And uh, Mr. Joe Sand. the toilet on this break. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> Just Joe a good little woman doing my housekeeping. <laughs> and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. We might uh, be taking some of your, stealing some of your thunder and electricity here in a couple minutes. Mm, yeah. Uh, speaking of relationships, what the hell's going on in the Conway house? Oh, God, we're going to get to that. You know. A lot of what us are think? sick and tired of this country. Or marriage. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I think. That's a weird, weird-ass I'm not sure that one's going to hold together. Well, let me tell you, brothers and sisters, it is not... I don't know. I don't even know. But let's, let's see where the latest strife comes from, all right? So Trump, the other day, decided to take to Twitter... And, um, oh God. So shocked. Yeah, and, and reinforced how much of a racist he truly is. Um, and, um, yeah, so he, uh, uh, let's see, let's see, what did he, he went on a fucking big long tirade. So you can find his, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, the Democrat Congresswoman. Congress women, not democratic, of course, you know, so you get that ugliness right off the bat, have been spewing some of those vile, hateful, and disgusting things ever said by a politician in the House or Senate, and yet they get a pass and a big embrace from the Democrat Party. Horrible anti-Israel, anti-USA, pro-terrorist, and public shouting of the (laughs) F-word. Wait, what? Public shouting of the F word? Um, <laughs> hold on. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, let me see. I, I, it's pitched up, but uh, you're not gonna raise that fucking price. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, public shouting. The F word, I F believe, word. was when Rashida Tlaib, after she got elected, she said, mm-hmm. We are going to impeach the motherfucker. Yeah. Among that was last. November. Yeah. 
among many other thing, terrible things. And the petrified Dems run for the hills. Why isn't the House voting to rebuke the filthy and hate-laced things they have said? Because they are the radical left and Democrats are afraid of them. So sad. Um, and uh, and where, where is it? Um, okay, here it is. Uh, Congresswoman, who I truly believe, based on their actions, hate our country... Wait, I, basically, fuck, I can't find the where, one where he said they need to go back. Yeah, that was that was the original. If they don't like it, I'll find it for you, Ken. Is it okay? Um, here, the Dems were trying to distance themselves from progressives, but blah, 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 no. That, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Oh, God. We will never be a socialist or communist country. If you are not happy here, you can leave. It is your choice and your choice alone. This is about love of America. Certain people hate our country. You mean like Kellyanne Conway? A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. Um, God, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find this one. But but yeah, he basically said, go back to the countries you came from. Make them better and come back and show us how it's done. Yeah, so after he, he said that you're, you know, you're... Um their governments are crappy and Jesus Christ. Well, that would be this government that's find, crappy. I'm going to find though. the actual tweet because the actual, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's he, been like 500 billion tweets since yeah, then. Yeah, I know, I know. So, uh, but yeah, so I mean, he and he's lying his ass off. But it, let's uh, go figure. Well, it's going to take a lot more lying to get rid of that ass. You know what I'm saying? Um, huh. Uh, but yeah, so here is uh, him sex tuppling down on all of this stuff. I couldn't find all the audio for it, nor did I want to, but this was one of the latest things that he said. Right, congresswomen should leave if they're not happy. Where should they go? It's up to them. Go wherever they want, or they can stay. But they should love our country. They shouldn't hate our country. You look at what they've said. I, I have clips right here. The most vile, yeah, horrible got, got statements clips. about our country, about Israel, about others. Uh... It's up to them. They can do what they want. They can leave. They can stay. But they should love our country. And they should work for the good of our country. Oh, my God. Shut up! I, fa- I, found, I found the tweet. Okay. Two-part two part tweet. Go can ahead. I read it? Yeah. So interesting to see, quote-unquote, progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are complete, who are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken, crime-infested places from which they came from? Then come back and show us how it is done. These places, these places need your help badly, and you can't leave fast enough. I'm sure Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Wow. Yeah. So that's the whole statement. Mm-hmm. Go back and, to your countries. Yeah. So, uh, and again, you know, uh, uh, w- w- somebody said in the chat room, I, I, I missed it, um, the chat's pretty fast and furious right now, which I like to see. Uh, but you know, when would it, when would any you know Trump ever suggest to a um, a white you know immigrant to go back to their country and make it better? No, no, no. Well, here's 
here's something interesting. My former, before I moved here to Maryland, my congressperson was um, Representative Beyer. Yeah. And he actually he actually tweeted out, he's like, you know, I wasn't born in this country. How come Trump didn't call me out? Yeah. Because he's a white man. Exactly. So this is, you know, racism and misogyny uh, all at once. Toxic masculinity, folks, owned by the conservatives. This is also about as, as, as racist oh. as any president has been in modern history. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah. I, I think uh, Joe Biden just came out, and I think he tweeted Trump's the most pre- racist president we've ever had. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Yeah, because there's, there's of, that Jackson know. fellow in the Trail of Tears. Yeah. So, um, I guess maybe he's talking modern history. But, but but does it matter? Does it matter? I mean, I, sorry to be like my voice just went up again. It doesn't matter. This is so incredibly racist. He is attacking women, women of color, women who are members of our Congress who have literally, you know, when you talk about, if we're, if we're going to sit here and talk about immigrants and people who have come to this country for, for as long as this country has been here, you come to America, if you work hard enough, if you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you can become anything. Well, and let's you look not... At Represented Omar, mm-hmm. who is a Somali refugee, who came here at the age of eight or nine and is now a member of the United States Congress, that is the freaking American dream. And he's basically saying that because of, because of her not supporting him and all of the other dog whistle stuff, she doesn't deserve the American yeah. dream. It's like it's it's like uh, it, it, the same fucking stupid mentality goes back to, oh, if you don't support the war in Iraq, you hate the troops. But it's it's the opposite this time around. It's that if you don't support Trump and his filthy agenda, you hate the country. You know that's worse. It, it's that's so worse much worse. Than that bullshit that we had after nine eleven. Yeah, I mean oh. it's it, it, it's go ahead, Joe. It's old bullshit. Because yeah. take it from someone who was on the streets in the '60s protesting the war in Vietnam. When Nixon said, America, love it or leave it, that's that's what the bumper stickers said in the 60s. Yes. America, love it or leave it. So what they were conflating was Nixon's policies and America. And that's exactly what Trump is doing. He's just taking the page, an old page, out of an old playbook. Yeah. You conflate love of Trump with love of country. That unfortunately there are enough stupid people out there to to think that that's why you hate America. There was no, first of all, whatever Omar said about Palestine and Israel or whatever uh, um, uh, AOC said, said, uh, you know, as far as uh, criticizing Trump, this has to do with policy. What they're criticizing Absolutely. is policy. They are not saying they don't love this country. What they don't love is your version of this country. Or their version of the what, truth. Right. Oh, what they love is the version of America that's in our Constitution. Okay. Yeah. So, so, but this is an old, old ploy. 
They did it yeah. in the 60s. They did America it before that. It or leave it. it still sends a chill up my spine because mm-hmm. what it's saying to me is that my constitutional right to dissent from my government's programs and policies, to dissent from my government's genocide in Vietnam, is un-American. Well, and I want to say and one thing. As American as anything. I want to say one thing that I think is really important in all of this is what Trump said there about these four women who all have very unique backgrounds and what they're doing on Fox News by calling the AOC squad. You know, they're the squad. You know, they're, they're, they're basically saying these four women are all basically the same and they just need to get the fuck out of our country and go back to where whatever shithole country they came from. So, now by saying... They're all, you know, they need to go back. Okay, hold on a second. What do you, who all, you know, of the four women he's talking about, who all shares the same exact history with this country? Are you saying they're, they're a wave of invaders that all came here after ruining the governments that they were, you know, when they were eight years old, you know, when Omar was eight years old, she helped ruin the government over there? Yeah, they're all Americans. They're all Americans. And they and, all have different and, stories. Uh, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I assume, or, or were, were some of them born here? I don't know. I don't care enough about stuff like that. But, oh, well, let's see where they were born, you know? I, I, I don't, well, I look at it's them. It's important to it, point out that Omar was not born here, and, and that's why his further attacks yesterday it, yeah. were at her. Yes. So, so all Americans. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but to my point here is by him saying they need to go back to their countries. Is what he's saying they don't belong here, but they all have different backgrounds, and he's trying to paint them all as an invading force. Then you get people calling them a squad. Gee, who else did we call squads? Nazi death squads. I think they call themselves the squad. I think I don't know. I thought Fox was calling the AOC squad. Okay, I I could I'm, be wrong, but I I, I could be wrong too. Themselves the squad. I I thought it was something that but started on right wing totally media. I totally see Fox News turning it into a bad thing. Yeah, because and living in Long Island says if AOC was born in Puerto Rico, she'd still be a U.S. U.S. citizen. Thank yes. you. Yes, exactly. So you know, she was born in New York. Yeah, go back to your own. Go back to your country in. Our country. Fucking. I mean, a. that's the part that pisses me off. Go back to your country. I mean, I, I can't believe for one minute that he doesn't realize that they're all American citizens. They're so, not. They're not the right kind of American they're citizen. They're not white. Yes. They're not white, and they're not white women supporting white men. Yeah. They're not white women uh, 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 submitting to white men. So that's that's the only thing I can take away from it. I mean, I just feel like I wish, I wish one reporter, and unless I missed it, I wish one reporter over the past couple of days asked him directly, "Can you please tell us what countries you think that these women should go back to?" Mm -hmm. So I need to play this real quick because this is Trump blatantly lying about Ilhan Omar. I don't know who showed him this video, uh, but I have the the uh, the video of the truth uh, after Trump's lie. 
uh, from Ilhan Omar from uh, uh, an interview from 2013. Um, a very innocuous interview. Something that we've, a, a topic that we can understand here on this show, but um, not, but anyway, here, here's Trump lying about uh, what Ilhan Omar said about uh, talking about Al Qaeda and America. Well, they're very unhappy. I'm watching them. All they do is complain. So all I'm saying is <laughs> if they want to leave, they can leave, John. They can leave. I mean, I look at the one, I look at Omar. I don't know. I never met her. I hear the way she talks about Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda has oh killed many Americans. She said, you can hold your chest out. You can, when I think of America, huh? when I think of Al-Qaeda, I can hold my chest out. So when, when I hear people speaking about how wonderful Al-Qaeda is, when I hear people talking about no. some people, some people with the World Trade says some people, no, not some people, much more than some people. Hey, Trump. You. Okay, this is a longer clip. Ilhan Omar in an interview with uh, Ahmed Thawat or Ahmed Tharwat from uh, 2013, very casual, laid-back interview about how they, as uh, Arabic speakers, are kind of confounded when they hear words that are relatively innocuous in their native tongue used. You know, in in a a provocative, fear-mongering way. And we've talked about this before, where why do we justify, why do we allow groups who align themselves with terrorism to be called what they want to be called? Why don't we call ISIS Daesh? You know, know, I've talked about that for a long time on this show. Uh, You know, not so much lately. Um, But... It's, it's very much that same thing, but from an Arabic speaker's point of view. And I found it to be a fascinating conversation. So that's where Trump is getting his lies. This, this is what he's lying about, about Omar. So here you go. It's very interesting that, uh, that we keep the Arabic name to a such uh, violent or negative entity. Yeah. Al-Qaeda, Al-Shabaab. Uh, Hezbollah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about? Really don't mean. Yeah. yeah. Can't you just translate? They don't mean anything yeah, Hezbollah, evil, right? Part of God. Al Shabab. They use. Yeah. Madrasa. Yeah. The madrasa. The my madrasa. God. Oh my God. Nobody the, wants the to boogie. go to madrasa. <laughs> Nobody in the Arab world wants to go to madrasa anymore yeah. because it's I mean school. Mm-hmm. So even in the day, they are polluting our language. Yeah. Our daily casual think, language. But that that but that is I think. Um, a, a product of this sensationalized uh, media, you know, you you have these sound bites and you have these words, and and everybody says it with yeah. such an in, you yeah. know intensity, and so it must mean it must hold yeah. a bigger it, meaning. It sounds strange you know, and weird. And, um, I remember um, when I was in college, I took uh, a terrorism class, and is that a such thing? Yeah, there was. So there you was, go. Uh, there is a lab for that. There was a, there was a class that you. <laughs> Do you go to lab? <laughs> no, go out we, field we, trip? we learned. Uh, the, the ideology of I'm glad um, you do that. <laughs> and so it was it was the, the thing that was interesting in the class was every time the 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 professor said Al Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders yeah. went up and you know Yeah, he's in command like, here. Al Qaeda, you know, hospital. He's an expert. And it was, <laughs> and it was you know, as What does he have? Saying his name. 
<laughs> yeah. you, you probably get to see him on on CNN. Well, yeah, of know. course, I love those guys. But you know, but 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 it is it is that you don't say America with an yeah. intensity. You yeah. don't say England with yeah. an intensity. You yeah. know, you don't you don't say um, the army with an intensity. Carter. <laughs> but you say these these names because you you want that that word to carry weight. You want it to leave something with. Yeah, with it has the a cultural meaning, not just exactly. So it's it's you know it's it's said with a deeper voice with. So, so yes, it is. A lot of it is diluted. I think when you hear a lot of people speaking in Arabic, um, you know, suspicion arises. People mm -hmm. start to pay attention and think, what must be the, you know what must be the talking yeah, about? They're making plans. When you when you right now they said that they were tightening um, security mall of America. Oh, I, you know we have. Eid coming that up That's the one I'm going to affect yeah, the, me because I don't go there. You don't go there for Eid. So for, no, Eid for those coming. of us that take our kids yeah, there for Eid, yeah. can well, you I, imagine what that day oh would, would be like? Okay, so even when two Arabic speakers are having a conversation in English, it's evil terror talk. You know? What else could they be talking about? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. How can you not? How couldn't you laugh if you're if you're you okay? She knows Arabic from when she was a child. You know, I mean, madrasa. Let's take the most innocent word out of there, madrasa. Oh, these madrasas! I've heard Glenn Beck. I've heard Rush Limbaugh. I've heard Sean Hannity talk about madrasas. These madrasas. You know, it's the word for school. Out. It's the word yes. for school. I mean, you know, yeah, okay, may, you know, I guess I would say school when I was 14, <laughs> you know, but I have to go to school. school. Oh, listen He's how foreign, listen how foreign and strange madrasa, madrasa. You know, I mean, fucking, how are you that simple? Well, yeah. evidently they are. They're that they're that simple, and they're also that bigoted, where they don't want to believe that there's a really good this chance. This was that such an innocuous conversation, and I found it interesting. It but, was you interesting. Know, but you know, you know, you don't say. And she's like, you don't say America with that kind of, you know, you, you know, or England or something. You know, maybe she chose poor. You know, she could have should have said, you know, like I said, with school. You know, evil school. I, I mean, think they, she said. I think she said it fine. I mean, here's the thing. She's speaking from the heart. She is an American. I want to point that out again. She loves America, and she shouldn't have to phrase her or use her words in a way that pleases people who don't agree with her. Well, yeah, I'm not and saying I'll, you don't, Ken. No, I'm saying maybe for the extremely simple-minded out there, she she could have maybe, you know, said, oh, could you imagine if we walked around saying, school, you know, or whatever. Yeah, she should be who she is. And I I, I understand what you're saying, but I also feel like she shouldn't have to walk on eggshells, worry I, about I agree. misinterpreting her at every turn of No, she of, shouldn't. The corner because they're going to do that to her anyway. She yeah. is a Muslim woman who wears a headscarf in Congress. The racists in this country, even if she said, I love America, they're going to be like, do you really? Well, then why How are you wearing that? 
why why you wearing that thing? Well, you know, I mean, I, there's there's passages in the Bible about women wearing headscarves. What do you mean? About modest women wore headscarves in Catholic churches forever. Yeah, but they're. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, Christians? I remember, I remember, Catholics? yeah, women going into church having to put like they they put uh, hankies on their well, bush guns, right? Yes, yes. Melania and, Trump I, visiting I, the goddamn pope. I I remember when I was a kid, women would go in and they they'd forget their hats and they'd put take out a hanky and put it on with a bobby pin so they had their head covered. I mean that's yeah. that, that that's that's an old that that's an old Christian thing. My grandmother and, and wore you know, a scarf the same, on her head. Same, for those of you who believe in in a god, I mean it's the same god. Yeah, you know, my, the Muslim god and yeah. Christian god is the same god. The, the the mosque and the and the uh, and the uh, the temple are you know the same building mm-hmm. in Jerusalem. I mean, or, I, know, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I, I don't know exactly why, but I, I think she just wore it to keep her hair from blowing around in the wind. But my grandmother always would wear tie a, a lightweight scarf around you know on top of her head and tie it under her chin and and you know go out. You know, I mean, it's well, <clears throat> you know, yeah. The th- the thing about the whole thing about this is what Rain said. I mean, I mean, it's 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 why should she have to worry about her every inflection of every word mm-hmm. she she does when she's having a discussion, because she's she she wears a scarf, and she and she is a different color than 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 the white yeah. supremacists uh, think you should be. I mean, that's what this is all about. Oh, yeah. don't care what Donald Trump says or or, or or Steve King says or anything, because that's just all right. And she wasn't born in America, and evidently she doesn't have the white America experience. Yeah. And I'm sorry about the dogs. We have. It's okay. It's break time America. anyway. So um, let's go ahead and uh, go to the break um, and let your let us know your birthdays if you got any out there. We'll open the phone lines here and. Uh, yeah, all that stuff, and we still have more. Uh, I think we got that might be all from Trump. We got some Kellyanne Conway and Mitch McConnell to get to no, later, folks. Jesus. Oh yeah, uh, breaking out all the the worst people uh, for audio clips tonight. So uh, I blame my producers. They they shared the links. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Throw us under the bus, eh? Uh huh. <laughs> well, hey, at least you get the title producer. That's something, right? That's a first. So yeah, I, I've, first well, it's the production probably, probably chat. It's a production yeah. chat. So you it know, is, is. I I think I've re- referred to you as uh, as producers. I, I, if I haven't, I'm sorry. You've been producers all along. So. Yeah. Content producers, it's there. So anyway, or, uh, or just great video gossipers. Yeah, yeah. So well, you know, that's really a, a producer is kind of a, you know a gossip chaser, right? So right. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, producer A and producer B and uh, host C will <laughs> push the buttons. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, July 16, 2019. The tropical storm threat, as you know, is over. New Orleans dodges a bullet, but Hurricane Barry's impacts are not over by a long shot. U.S. marks its wettest 12-month period on record again... 
Plus, we had kind of sincerely regret uh, the power disruption and the impact it had on the uh, lives and businesses of, of the people of this great city. Major blackout in New York City exposes infrastructure vulnerabilities. All of that exposure and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Folks, really, America can't maintain our infrastructure, can't update our power grid, we can't get off oil, can't even secure our elections. Here's an idea. Instead of going to Mars, how about we just stop treating Earth the way Led Zeppelin treated hotel rooms? <laughs> oh, Led Zeppelin slam. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I hope that Hurricane Barry served as a warning for the future, but somehow I have a feeling that it won't. Am, <laughs> am I too cynical? No, unfortunately, I don't think you are. However, the city of New Orleans did dodge a bullet from Hurricane Barry, which made landfall on Saturday as the first hurricane of the 2019 season. The rainfall fell well short of early predictions of a deluge that combined with Hurricane Barry's storm surge and the historic ongoing going floods on the Mississippi River did have the potential to overwhelm the city's pumping systems. And the city's levee system. Indeed. Here's New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell. Uh, we absolutely made it through the storm. Um, beyond lucky, we were spared. It seemed as those bands move closer to New Orleans, it seemed to just go around us. But Barry's dangerous torrent of rain finally did arrive on Monday, with the National Weather Service issuing flash flood warnings as Barry's remnants traveled north and east into other states. The lower Mississippi River has been in flood stage since January 6th. That is the longest flood event on record in the U.S., and the floods may not recede below flood stage until the end of summer. Wow, really? Really. And that's a problem because earthen levees on the river were not designed to withstand the intense pressure of floodwaters for so many months. So there's a fear that those earthen levees could just give way and the Mississippi River takes over? Pretty much. But even before Hurricane Barry made landfall, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration had announced that the United States had just had its wettest 12-month period on record. If that sounds familiar, it should because it beat the previous record that was set just last month, which beat the previous record that was set just the month before. In recent years, studies have found that hurricanes and rainstorms are dumping more rainfall in the United States, a sign that climate change is making tropical cyclones and storms wetter in line with what climate scientists predict we'll see with man-made global warming. NOAA also confirmed in a new report that costly high tide flooding is spiking more often along U.S. coasts because of rising sea levels. Those are causing more damages to streets, septic systems, homes and buildings much more frequently than in past decades. The frequency of nuisance or sunny day flooding now hits coastal communities twice as often as it did just 20 years ago. Mm. Nicole LaBeouf, acting director of NOAA's National Ocean Service, said, quote, we cannot wait to act. This issue only gets more urgent and complex with each passing day. Yeah, well, have some patience, Ms. LaBeouf. We are going to have to wait and wait and wait, I'm sorry to say. 
Meanwhile, India, Nepal, and Bangladesh have not been as fortunate as New Orleans. After a deadly heat wave and crippling drought over the last month, the annual summer monsoon rains finally materialized, but the extremely heavy rains triggered flooding and landslides that have killed more than 100 people and forced more than 2 million to flee their homes. Finally, the cause of that big blackout in New York City's midtown Manhattan on Saturday evening is still under investigation. Equipment failure is the likely cause, according to Con Edison electric utility officials. They have, however, ruled out high demand and a cyber attack or a physical attack. Now, if it actually was a cyber attack, do you think they would have told us it was a cyber attack? That's a good point. Don't know. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo criticized the utility for being slow to upgrade its aging infrastructure. It is unacceptable. And we need a better power system. We need a better power grid. The system has to be designed with redundancies. Con Ed workers are rushing to make repairs in advance of an upcoming heat wave. And deferred maintenance is a problem across the entire nation's rickety electric grid as extreme weather events increase in frequency and intensity. Oh, I'm sure everything will be all right. No rush. Take your time. Have patience. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Lights out! Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. What the hell? Yeah, seriously, she was ready to end that sentence. She was ready to end that sentence today. A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. And then she caught what she said, but we'll hear that later. Uh, welcome back to the program, of course. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the Bubble Swamp, all that jazz. Hi, I think that Kellyanne Conway is a very fine person on the other side. <laughs> is she a lawyer? I, I gotta ask. Was she a Actually, lawyer? she is. She is? Oh, okay. So that, again, it reminds me of one of my favorite lawyer jokes. Is that, you know why they bury... Lawyers under 20 feet of dirt. Why? Because deep down, they're really good people. Uh, uh. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, when I think of Louis Gohmert, it reminds me of one of my other favorite lawyer jokes. What do you call a, a lawyer with the, an IQ of 50, Joe? Joe? Joe. Joe. Oh, there goes that button again. That damn button. Your Honor. You're correct. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> that is the punchline. 
So okay, uh, I got one for you. Okay, okay. What's the difference between a dead skunk and a dead lawyer on the highway? Um, hmm. What is the difference between a dead skunk and a dead lawyer? <laughs> oh, I think I remember, but go ahead. <laughs> there, there are skid marks in front of the skunks. Yes, that's right. And I know I've repeated all of these several times, but Rain, do you know what the difference between a, a lawyer on a motorcycle and a, uh, a vacuum cleaner is? I, I don't know. The vacuum uh, cleaner uh, sucks. The vacuum cleaner has the dirt bag on the inside. So there you go. <laughs> All right, all I'm stolen. Just gonna put this out there. I don't dislike lawyers. I, I don't either. It's just it's just Republican lawyers. Well, okay, what's the difference yeah. between a catfish and a lawyer? Uh, one is Bob Barr. Oh no! Um, Come on, that was really good. One's a mud sucking bottom feeder, and the other one's a fish. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob that Barr. Too. Bob Barr. Um. Wait, it's not Bob Barr. It's not Bill Barr, right? It's Bob, Bob Barr. Bob Barr. Yeah. Bob Barr. Uh, and uh, all right, so so okay, I have I have one more one more for you. <laughs> uh, what do a lawyer and sperm have in common? Oh. I think one in three million has a chance of becoming human. I think is what it is. Oh jeez. Something like that. <laughs> I forget the number. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, oh, See, here's we can change that joke. What did? Do, what does a Republican lawyer and sperm have in common? A sperm has a better chance of becoming a human. There you go. There you go. I I, I like that one. Uh, so we'll do that. Uh, oh, okay. Here, how about this? How many Republican jokes are there? Uh oh. How many oh. Republican jokes are there? Any Any guesses? Depends on how many are in Congress. Well, uh, it's uh, the answer is only three. The rest are true stories. So, see. So. <laughs> uh, any- <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and uh, get to name calling. Joe, our guy Tuesday. You ready uh, to uh, give some shout outs there? <clears throat> okay, it's a big chat room though. <clears throat> I might need a little time. Okay. It is big for a Tuesday. This is awesome. It is. It's huge. Tuesday. 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 Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. We're going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Straight to the biscuits. Mm -hmm. Straight to the biscuits. We're going to get thunder bumpers here soon. So Biscuit. They're moving in from Cleveland. Yeah. So Temperature dropped here like a whole two degrees after it rained. Uh, It's supposed to get real steamy, isn't it? (laughs) Probably. Okay, so 
we have in the chat tonight the one, the only, Adam Hebert. We have Friday Night Star and Brewmeister, Bobber. The Braumeister. Also, and let me there give a quick go. shout out to uh, Adam and Miles and Michelle and myself are settling in well nicely. Two Sundays on Mike Check Radio from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Or um, MCR not only stands for Mike Check Radio now, but also Michelle's Cookies Rule. Anyway. Yes, they do. And might I say, hello, Bob. Oh, okay. yeah. we should. Well, I could throw one of those out there for you. Okay, him. throw uh, it. Yeah. Hello, Bob. There you go. Okay. We have Destroyer Kurt. Cousin Curtis. Yay. We have Francie 57 with her heads. I hope nobody's yes. shooting those heads, Francie. Oh, and before, remind me at the end of this, Francie's youngest brother, Michael, has his 45th birthday. Oh, my gosh. She gets a, a boner, a boner, or a boner. Boner. I don't know which. Okay. Maybe a yodeling like pickle. Then we have Heather. We have Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad, and thank you for all your generosity for me and Susan's uh, anniversary and our birthdays, too. So Very nice. We have Kate C. Kaser living on Long Island. The aforementioned Michelle in South Florida. That's right. Who is, I do not doubt, is with Miles in South Florida. We have Moon Mare, Presnit. We have Sandy in Durwood. Theo J. The one, the only, Tim Coramal or Coriander. <laughs> oh, Coriander. And we had, I, I talked him from Pittsburgh all the way to D.C. the other night. <laughs> we must have been on the phone. For, we must have been on the phone for like an hour and a half because I had to fill him in on all the news. Okay, and last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. Rabbit. And that's it. Now, the birthday banner. Oh, okay. Um, well, here before before the birthday banner, uh, just because I okay. feel like it for Trojan Rabbit. Um, Bravely bolts a robin. Brought forth from Camelot, he was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin, he was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp, or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken, to have his kneecap split and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. And also... Don't say free bird! (laughs) (laughs) Free bird. (laughs) I held my lighter up for the whole time. Uh, Anyway, so birthday banner... The birthday banner is for my wait. Uh, what, what's her brother's name? Forty-five Michael. years young, Michael. Forty-five so, years young. Yeah. She was in a senior in high school when he was born. Wow. Said, okay. That's an oopsie Said baby. Francie. Yeah, that's a wow. What happened oh, here? Oops. 
That's a mm. that's a Francie. Can you sit down? We have to have a conversation, baby. I bet that was probably a good crash course training for uh, diaper changing and whatnot for Francie too. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> so, because uh, I'm sure she's a good person, so I'm sure she probably helped out where she could. Um, but then again, I I speak of which I do not know. Who knows? So anyway, um, birthday boner or boner for Michael, brother. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday. <laughs> I just felt like throwing that in. So, uh, thank you, Tim, for letting me steal your laugh. <laughs> so, uh, Do you all think that John Boehner is high tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was high all the time he was speaker. Probably got some, some nice icky sticky and some Merlot and a pack of Marlboro <laughs> Reds. No, he smoked He smoked um, Car- Carlton's. Carlton's? Carlton is that? Does it even still? Yes. No, not Parliament. He smoked. I think it was Carlton's or Char. Was it Parliament? Still a thing? I, I think it is. But that's what he smoked. We had we had a friend called uh, a friend called Pam, a friend named Pam, and she smoked Parliaments, and we always called them Pamlaments. <laughs> <laughs> and she also would get think- a Bacardi and diet with a lemon, and we called it a diet Pam. And any any time anytime we're out, uh, Susan Susan will just say, "Give me a diet, Pam," and I'm like, "All right." So I go to the bartender. So I go to the bartender. I mean, it saves a lot. Bacardi and diet with lemon is a lot longer than saying diet, Pam. So, yeah, we love Pam. Hmm? You lost her. We love we no, love Pam. We love, her. we love Pam. Oh, well, I thought you lost her. She was our she was our neighbor. I knew her from Kent before I met Susan, and then she ended up moving in to the apartment across the hall that we lived in in Lakewood, and then she married uh, Evan, her husband, a few years after that. And um, Evan was the guy that uh, he's a woodworker that I want to try and work with at some point. Call me, you want some money? Um, Take my money. Take my money, yeah. So By anyway, Carlton cigarettes, all, even the menthol, are all discontinued. Oh, oh. well, congratulations! <laughs> I'm all that for includes freedom. I'm all for Carlton freedom. Box, Carlton King, Carlton Menthol, Carlton FSC wow. Specials, Carlton Menthol Soft, Carlton Menthol Soft, Carlton Soft One Hundred, Carlton Soft One Twenty, and. The ever popular Carlton Soft King. I'm all for freedom. I'm telling Congratulations. You, that was his cigarette of choice. I didn't know mm. there were so many Carltons. Oh, he didn't smoke oh, the Carlton. Oh, I, I didn't mention. French oh, you know what else? Bel-Air, you know what else right? was discontinued? The Carlton Heston. Ha! <laughs> yeah, from his cold dead hands. <laughs> yeah, from his cold dead hands. Uh. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. Over my dead body, would be president. <laughs> yeah, so. anyway, I'm sorry, I'm pulling out Boehner clips. Over my dead body, he said. Uh, will Cruz be president? Over my dead body, would be president. <laughs> uh, and he's still alive. So, anyway, uh, we got to go 
quick if we're going to take a phone call you got to call now 330-536-1466 again the number to call is 330 typing in the chat what did i say 536 got it forgotten the number 1466 call the phone number now um yeah call with whatever you want to talk about we'll give you a good five minutes uh to chat um uh hopefully we only get one caller but if we get two then your time will be halved it will be halved um so i yeah while we're waiting for a phone call yeah you can interrupt me but i just wanted to put this out there that um you know when trump went out there and gave his little press conference you know slamming all the women Mm-hmm. <laughs> it came on the internet that um, we got to see his notes. His oh. notes for his little speech. Oh, and, my um, God. He, he spelt the word people, P-E-O-P-E-L. Oh, my God. <laughs> he also went on to say that when, you know, Democrats have no accomplishments, he spelt it um, no, A-C-H-O-M. L I S H M E N T S. No, and hold no, on. Here's the best part. Pronounce best it again. Part. Pronounce it. Pronounce it again phonetically. How it was spelled. Uh, accomplishments. Oh my God. But here's In the, the United best part. States. When he was when he was talking about Representative oh Mar, and he said that she she supports Al Qaeda. On his notes, here's how it was spelled, and this was in his handwriting. Here's how he spelled Al-Qaeda. One word, A-L-C-A-I-D-A. Oh, my God. He's such a fucking idiot. Al-Qaeda? I think he was thinking of those, you know, those noisy bugs. I think he was thinking of cicadas. Yes, Yeah, the noisy bugs. That's what he was thinking of. I guess so. But all of these, yeah. all of these were handwritten. Like somebody gave him a printed readout. Like here's your bullet points. Here's what you want to do. And he went in with his little sharpie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no. Well, I gotta, I gotta interrupt you now. Adam said he couldn't call because he's on the bus, but he called because I guess he can because he's on the bus. What's up, Adam? Hey, hi, Adam. I figured it was quiet enough that I could call. Did you kill okay. the bus driver? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't even joke about that. But. Uh, Kenny, about your joke earlier about what do you call a lawyer with an IQ of 50, you missed the obvious punchline, too. Congressman Gomer. This is true. This is true. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, is he yeah. a lawyer? Uh, he was you know, a judge. Lo- Gomer was, was a, a judge. judge. He was a judge. In Texas, yeah. to be fair. Uh, and on laughing. Unfucking believable. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I figured I'd chime in with that, and um, no, uh, I, I love it when when they lecture us about not loving America because for eight years, eight years, they hated America because there was a black man in the White House. Yeah. By they- their standards of, if you criticize it at all, you hate America. They hate America for eight years. Yeah, I mean, they. Uh, 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 do you remember the teabagger rallies where the, they would like stick a microphone and you know it'd be like whack a moron with a microphone? And uh, uh, there was a teabagger rally uh, right after Obama got elected, 
I would say within six months to a year, uh, within the first year or two that, that Obama was in office. Um, this they stuck a microphone in front of a face of like this this kid who obviously was brainwashed by his Fox News loving parents, and they're standing there on the National Mall, and the kid says. Well, look at what's going on. He's already destroyed most of America. As he's standing on the National Mall, saying that Obama, simply by being elected, has, you know, <clears throat> destroyed yeah, most of America. White America. They're not the brightest star in the firm. But I can tell you this. You guys all know I love my nephew. And yeah. there's almost literally nothing you could say that would change that except Uncle Adam, I'm a Republican. You well, let's that? not... No, huh? not, no, he's only four. Oh, <laughs> that. sorry. Well, he's already smarter <laughs> than a Republican. Yeah, but that's a really low bar. Well, yeah. Yeah. that's a, That bar is buried in the molten core of the earth. So actually, no. I'm sorry. the 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 core of the Earth isn't molten. Most scientists believe that it is a solid iron core. It, it's solid iron nickel. Yeah. yeah. So science. Science. It's more than a, than a low bar, Adam. A, a bill bar. A bill bar. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yes. Nice joke That's there, uh, Joe. You got that. Uh, the lowest bar you can hit. What's well, lower remember than a Bob low bar? bar? Everybody bar. remember Bob Bar. Bob Barr was our, our gentleman of the hateful mustache. Yes, very good. Adam. That was a very, that was a very hateful stash. I mean, almost as hateful as John Bolton's, but not quite as hateful as John Bolton. God, who was he, Bob Barr? I gotta, I gotta Bob do Barr a Google a, church. A do a Google search. He went surfing on the internet. He wasn't a bad guy. He was a very bad guy. I think he was. Oh. I think he was from. I think he was from Georgia. I think oh. he was. I think he was a moderate Republican. There's no such thing. No, there was. There was a thing. He's a moderate Republican. He was from the Georgia Seventh. Yeah, I, and then and he went he on the work for the ACLU. And he was one of the leaders of the impeachment of Bill Clinton. So he was a, a libertarian. He recently yes, did an he was, interview. And he also ran for president, didn't he? Yep. He also recently did an interview uh, with uh, at. America Voices Network. Oh. On June fifth, I'm I'm looking at pictures of American American yeah. Voices Network. Not, uh, you know what? He's not in power anymore. They might have as many listeners as us. <laughs> I don't think. I, I think that Bob Barr. I think that Bob Barr. Bob Burr. 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 Bob Barr. Bob Barr Bob did Barr. um did an interview with um Sasha Baron Cohen when he had the oh. TV show. <clears throat> oh, it could I be. be surprised. Could be, but we gotta we we gotta let Adam go. Um, Adam, thanks for calling. Enjoy the rest of your Adam, ride home. Do you like your new place? Do you like everything that's going on? Oh yes, yes. I'm getting I'm getting settled. My youngest sister is coming to visit me on Thursday for a few days. That's exciting. So, but uh, yeah, I'll ha I'll have pictures soon. I just I'm still getting everything put together, but now that I have a visitor, I kind of have to get everything 
put together oh, by Thursday. Send me your address. I'll send you some uh, some stuff to hang on the walls or something. Okay. All right. Well, everyone, have a good night. I'll get you my address and uh, enjoy the re- enjoy the rest of the show, everyone. All right. Bye. See you all soon, right, brother. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, all right. There he goes. Uh, but yeah, sorry. We gotta we gotta go to the break kind of on time here because we got a little bit more audio to play. <sighs> it's rough too. Uh, and then I gotta try and also fill out some Mad Libs. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, uh, thank you to Adam for calling in. Uh, don't forget, everybody, please check out Mike Check Radio. We're trying. We're doing the best with what we have. Sundays, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Um over here right here on Mike check radio uh join in the chat room politics the first half nerd news the second half and then i think the last show every month we're doing all nerd talk and if there's a topic you want to talk about drop one of us a line even if it's not something we would normally talk about what is something you nerd out about we would love to hear from you uh, because you know when i'm on the show for whenever i'm on the show i we can take calls so you know remember that and we could probably give people a little bit more time here and there. But uh, all right, so we're going to go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, uh, Kellyanne Conway and Mitch McConnell, two slithery, creepy crawlers uh, from the swamp that, um, I don't know, slugs that maybe need to crawl into a plate of salt. What do you say? Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's what I say put out a plate of beer and let them crawl in it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. sweaty Ann Conway, we should call her because she was looking pretty, pretty damp she the other was. day. Yeah, yeah, she was a little uh, flustered there. She yeah. was kind of moist on her neck and her yeah. chest. Oh yeah, it was uh, moist. Oh, God, moist. her face was fine because she had powder and not like a bunt cake. Bad not moist. Like Grishowitz in his tidy whities Oh, oh dear God. God. Oh. I left my underwear on. It's fine. It was a very, 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 very old Russian woman, and I left my tidy whities on. Anyway. When he says an old Russian woman, he means she was 14. Uh, You know who didn't leave their underwear on? (laughs) Thank you, Joe. (laughs) Because their life expectancy is 10. You know who didn't? You know who didn't leave their. Uh... <laughs> All right. You know who didn't leave their underwear on while get whilst getting massages? Jason Ooh. Miller, everybody, former Trump aide, Jason Miller. Get it, out. Apparently, oh, uh, CNN. Oh. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he likes uh, you know happy endings. Uh, but you know, uh, gosh, ever you know. Yeah, I sure hope there's a happy ending. I love a happy ending. All right. Well, maybe we'll talk. If we have time, we'll talk about that more before Mad Libs. Uh, here we go. Uh, break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Mm-hmm. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare... And now, on with the show. We all know who did it. Welcome to another edition. 
Turn up. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now, you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide Radio for Humans. And this is July 16th, 2019. That's something I'm trying to do now is to say the date every time I do the show. Uh, it's easy. It's right there on my computer, right down in the corner. So it's all right. And yeah, Moon Mayor, just remember for, for yeah, uh, Mike Check Radio, the same exact time as Turn Up the Night just on Sundays. 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, yeah, same exact time on Sundays. And it is light. Cat is right. It's light on the politics. We do nerd stuff, but we're willing to talk about anything if somebody wants to be part of the show. If there's something you want to tell us about, maybe we don't know about, a movie, a TV show, a book, uh, you know, a game, whatever, just a hobby in general. We'd love to learn more. Educate us. So, um, but, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, just touch base with one of us, and we'll... Uh, uh, work something out. Sorry, the the rain has all of a sudden uh, brought back my flumminess. And not rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Because rain is just ah. short for low rain. I am always flummy. It was so cute. It was adorable when I was at, at your party and your sisters were calling you Lorraine. I was like, oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. Like, nobody calls her that. Except my you. Family does. Except my sisters. So y'all can y'all can call me Lorraine, but my mom and dad used to call me Rainy. Rainy. That's rain, cute. Rain. That's cute. So Rain Rain sounds like a dog. Rain Rain. Rin Tin Tin. Rainy. Rain Tain Tain. You know what's funny? What's funny is that um, when Bob and I got married, I kept my last name. Koch, not Coke, Koch. Yeah. And uh, so they call me Lorraine. And I'm like, all right, you guys can call me Lorraine if you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Lorraine. Maybe Lorraine. Maybe. My one sister, every year, she sends the Christmas card. And that's the sister. That's Nissa, the middle mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. She sends a Christmas card. Lorraine and Bob Rouse. That's awesome. She really, she's just like, nope, I'm not going to accept you not taking his <laughs> name. And she's like, all right, well, we'll, we'll uh, just have to agree to disagree. That, just yeah. give me a card. It, it's awesome that she's so, she's, she's so uh, stubborn about it, but it's still, <laughs> yeah. uh, and she's a sweetheart too. And you yeah, actually, all three of us, you, were you are really stubborn. You spent a, a a little bit of time on Lorraine Avenue in Cleveland while you were here too. I know, so, which I loved. Different spelling though, because you're double R uh, with an E at the end. I'm one R. Oh, you're one R with an E at the end, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, yes, so basically, was, Lorraine no Avenue. E at the end, right? Yeah, Lorraine does not have an E at the end, and it's single M. So. 
or singer no, man. My father, my father was like, let's call her Lorraine with one R because it'll make it so much easier for her. Hmm. Yeah, my father wasn't that smart. Well, uh, hey, what happened? And Joe Santarsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Also heard on the Tim Coromel show. That's right. And uh, uh, Trump just found out that John Paul Stevens passed away at age 99. Oh, did he tweet about it, Joe? Yeah, he said he's going to fill that position very quickly. Oh, you fucking... Are you kidding me, Joe? You're kidding me, right? Yes, we're going to have another uh, very conservative, uh, the Federalist uh, <laughs> list. That will have that, that position filled uh, in no time. All right. Well, we got to get back <laughs> to our audio, folks. Uh, but thank you, Joe. Joe's got the jokes. Joe, you can't spell Joe. joke without Joe. Uh, no, you can't. It's true. So, there you go. Uh, you need a J and I want an E. Yeah. And you can't spell so Joe's stool. Justice Stevens, right? And you can't spell Joe Stool without an S T E U H L. That's right. Joe Stool. Joe Stool Diaries. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Did he? Did he have? Did did his one of his parents remarry? And and then they had. And he had like a like a. Did he have like a, um, some step stools in his family? God damn it! All to hell. <laughs> uh, but I heard that he Did, was uh, he was a real real loose guy. All right. He's I a loose, <laughs> I, he I, I heard I heard that uh, that that, uh, that that he kept rock doves for a while, and they called them uh, stool pigeons. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, I meant to tell these jokes an hour ago. I heard he ran the wrong way on the football game, and his teammates went, "Ah, bloody stool!" Oh He's, wow! So, oh, Lord, oh. this guy doesn't deserve any of this. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Obama. Well, somebody, I think, I think somebody said that you wanted a stool sample. Yeah, yeah. I think Cousin Curtis said something about a stool sample. In 1984. Uh, 1984, knocking on your door. Will you let it come? Will you let it rule your life? Sorry, that's a that's a feeder song. 1984. He was very handsome. I had a crush on him. He had long blonde hair. Good looking stool. Oh Jesus! Healthy stool? No. I know. I, I, I heard he was a good solid. Was he a good solid stool? He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't watery. He he played basketball. He knew how to dribble. Oh, a long stool. Oh, that's worse. Oh, a dribbly stool. Oh. Stool on the court. Oh, stool. Clean did stool make it in the basket? This is so wrong. <laughs> this guy is not here to defend himself. Look at stool in the locker room. So. Yeah, but you can't pass stool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. See, now that's that's a good one there. All right, we Sears, we have no time for this, and I blame myself uh, for all this. Blame yourself. All right. I blame your obsession with stool. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say that this Joe was a stool. stepping stool to the next segment. It, it really was. It really was. All right. So, but seriously, don't mess around with God's America. Because apparently that's what Republicans think is going on here, especially CAC. 
Even though uh, CAC says... Uh, a lot of us are sick and tired of this country. Oh, my God. She's such a horrible fucking human being. So let's oh, start with is. clip one. Let's start with clip one where uh, a reporter asks her about Trump's comments uh, about, you know, oh, well, they should go... These, these, these women of color... I'm sure that he would say it in a much more offensive way. Uh, you know, the, these Democratic women of color should go back to their shithole countries and fix it and then come tell us how it's done. Oh, my God, I hate him so much. And Kellyanne Conway, wow, defensive much? If the president was not telling uh, these, uh, these four congresswomen to return to their supposed countries of origin, to which countries was he referred? What's your ethnicity? Why is that relevant? No, no, because I'm asking you yeah. a question. My ancestors are from Ireland and Italy. No, my, my own is not relevant. Oh my question is. No, no, it is, because you're asking no, about, he said originally. He said originally from. No, no, he, he did didn't. know everything he has said since, and to have a full so conversation. The president's already commented on that. Uh, not answering the question. The president, the president's already commented on that, and he said a lot about this since since that one tweet. No, he said a lot, he's of, a lot of tweets, and he made himself available to all of you yesterday. Yes, he has. He's tired. He, we, a lot of us are sick and tired of this country. He's tired of America coming last he's tired. to people who swore an oath of office. Sick and tired of our military being denigrated. Sick and tired of the Customs and Border Patrol people, the uh, p- protection people I was with, who are overwhelmingly Hispanic, by the way, in McAllen, Texas. Sick and tired of them being, no, you don't understand, because you didn't go. Being criticized, being doxxed by a bunch of Hollywood D-listers who have nothing else to do but sit on their asses on Twitter all day and try to dox brave oh. men and women oh, who are driving into the Rio Grande to save people who are drowning, who are taking other people's babies into custody and diapering them and like feeding the them government? and looking the other way while people are running across with drugs. That's going on. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my god. I said it. I called her a bitch. I'm allowed to, right? Because I'm I, a woman. I, I don't care. You can call her whatever you want. I mean, seriously. Let me just call her a liar. Oh, absolutely yeah. a liar. Before, on before so we many get levels. ahead of ourselves in this conversation, and I really want to have this conversation, the reporter originally asked her, what countries are these women supposed to go back to? Yeah, right. Which was the question I wanted asked of Donald Trump. And so it was asked of Kellyanne Conway. And instead of answering the question, she well, said... What's your ethnicity? What's your we're, ethnicity? We're... None of that's, your fucking business, lady. That's what he should have said. It's not your business. Answer the question. This isn't about me. This is not about me. He said it's not relevant to the question. He just should have said it's not about me. I'm talking about what the president said about, what you know. What country are they supposed to come back to? <laughs> about back? Omar Cor- Ocasio-Cortez, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what country? Again, for, for Ocasio-Cortez, even if she was born in Puerto Rico, she should go back to her own country, which is this country. <laughs> Fucking A. And and she, it gets worse with her, because this is what she said. This is what she said about, again, uh, Ocasio Cortez, Omar, uh, Tlaib, and uh, Presley. This is what she had to say. 
I will always stand here and stand up for the flag and not kneel when I say it. I will call oh. out people who would... Oh, evoking, uh, evoking dark people who will kneel for the flag because they're getting slaughtered by police, because African-Americans are getting slaughtered by police and nobody's doing it's anything about herring. it. So, yeah, I will always stand... I will, I will always stand here. I will always defend the flag. Nobody the flag, the flag doesn't need to fucking be defended, idiot. <laughs> The flag can defend itself unless Trump is rubbing his little fucking mushroom pecker all over over it, and then you know, penis. it's his mushroom penis. Uh, well, don't I, I don't even. Penis in this house. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's it's one of those. I think it's a pecker, just because it just pecks at things. It doesn't really do much else. I, I think it's infected anyway. and diseased, but it is, anyway, it is. It's a, but anyway, yeah. So so listen to this don't again. Oh us. my god. She fucking sucks. I will always stand here and stand up for the flag and not kneel when I say it. I will call out people who vote against humanitarian aid that's supposed to help the kids and the women they pretend and you let them pretend and lie they care about. I will always stand up for the military and the veterans and call out people who have voted against $700 billion for them, $716 billion for them. We are, we are now the equivalent of for some of these people and not just those four please they just represent a very dark element in this country that seems to be it seems to not respect the military not respect the veterans not vote for humanitarian aid why is that i will always stand up i will always stand up against those people unless she's in the oval office and then her legs you know that she lost in the uh, bowling green massacre well, you know, show her stumps she's on the couch. She's such camp. a yeah. fucking She's a liar. fucking fake. She those is, people, yeah. those people never, never, they never uh, uh, voted against. Uh, they never voted against the military. They never did. I mean, she's making shit up. But here's the thing, Joe. It, it, everything that she said in response to any of those questions were not answers to the questions. She just gave. Straw man. I I don't know if it's straw man or red herring. I can't I can't keep track of like those kind of arguments. But she didn't answer the question. She threw out fallacies for other people to argue against. It was called in in Star Trek. They were called deflector shields. Yeah. But do, okay. Do you understand what I'm saying, right, guys? I do. So I do. It's like yes. Kellyanne Conway. Do you love America? You know what? I didn't. I never. I never kneeled in front of the flag. That doesn't answer the question. And she's throwing all of this stuff out there. And yeah, well, this, given her, this uh, actually to me, this was one of her worst. And that's saying a lot. Was one of her worst appearances in front of the cameras. Oh yeah, absolutely. It really was. It was really, really, really bad. Well, the fact that Chris, she was asked, where are these Congress people are supposed to go back to? She turned around and said, what's your ethnicity? What is your ethnicity? Think yeah. about that. When Chris Saliza writes a column on CNN. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saying, saying something like, you should be absolutely upset at what you just heard from uh, Kellyanne Conway. I mean... She upset, yeah, she upset Chris Saliza, who's Mr. Normalize Everything. You shit know? lizard. Mr. Like, I'm going to be snarky, man. Chris, Chris mm -hmm. shit lizard, I think his cat called yes. him. Yeah, he wrote a column on CNN and said, Kellyanne Conway just said something that will stun you. Yeah. <laughs> you, now now you're shocked. for this woman? 
Now they're shacked. Well, yeah. Let's let's see. She went on to Fox yeah. News today. She oh. went on to Fox News today. Right. And no, even Bill Hammer, even Bill Hammer called her out for all this nonsense about um and well her husband George um again fish sticks for dinner again. Um, uh, George Conway wrote an op-ed saying, you know, he was fooling him. It, it, something to the effect of he was fooling himself that Trump wasn't a racist. Now I'm convinced he is one or something like that. Um, oh, if if he, after, how, I'm sorry, George Conway, you didn't think Trump was a racist after the whole birther thing? You, you, you finally figured that fucking part out? You figured out he was an idiot. You figured out he was anti-American. And now this... Now you figured out he's a racist? Jesus Thank Christ. You. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, yeah, I, I, I liked uh, uh, Nicole Wallace today. She said, as someone who stood in that position where Kellyanne Conway is standing now, mm-hmm. as the communications director for George W. Bush, yeah, she said, I could honestly say that if I ever said something like that to a reporter... I would have been fired on the spot. I, I, I can believe it. There were people yep. fired for a lot less uh, from the Bush administration. There really were. You not not as I mean, but shit. I mean, the turnover in this administration. She, I don't know how she must have some some. Uh, I don't know what 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 it, what are the the things on a tick's body that that holds them into the skin? <laughs> Is there a name for those? Sorry. Their head. They suck blood. Sucked blood. I think we should remember that the um, general counsel said she should be fired because of her violations of the Hatch Act. Yeah, yeah. So, or somebody and just stick a match on her back. Somebody just stick a match on her back. See what happens. Well, you know what? If you do that, a tick will fall off. If you if you do put a take a match, blow it out real quick, and then stick it on a tick, and it'll be like, ow, it's hot, and it, it leaves. See if that works with Kellyanne. All right, let me get to this clip. Fox's Bill Hemmer talking to uh, Kellyanne Conway about the rift, or or what what do we call it? Uh, the uh, I forget what. The fight. Yes, the family schism. Usually we don't do this in, on the personal level, but this shit's getting real. Here we go. Uh, your husband today penned a piece in the Washington Post. The title, I deny that Trump was a racist, not anymore. I know you've seen it. Do you agree with your husband? Yes, No, I totally disagree, but I work with this president. I know him. I know his oh. heart. I know his actions. I know how much he has helped people of color. And I go by what people do, not what other people say about them. Uh, and, and also... Uh, respectfully, I'm not going to run around pointing out everybody's disagreements with the people in their lives. I sure could. I can point out people's disagreements with their former spouses, their current spouses and partners, their future spouses and partners. But I won't do that. About and I would, uh, it's not about them. It's not about them. Okay, the people you are going to ask me to gaggle now not to do that. But I know what this president's done. People are no longer no longer languishing uh, in prison. People are, mm-hmm. Fewer people are addicted, getting addicted to drugs mm-hmm. and are in treatment. No. Uh, he is lifting 
up. And in this economy, people of all man. backgrounds, all races, both genders, all geographic and demographic locations. And that's important because I go by what he does. And I've been by his side for over three years now. And I know who yeah. he is. But we are oh, sick yeah. and tired you, of people downgrading the American side, flag, bitch. the American military, yes. veterans, and America. Since when people are people are analogizing America. a red hat to a swastika. Is that where we are now? Have at it, everybody. But keep the cameras in the microphones on yeah we'll keep the cameras and microphones wow, on you crazy motherfucker little, um she, upset and defensive and um, i could go around and i could start talking about different man. disagreements with people with their spouses their current spouses and former spouses but i'm not going to well good because it's not about <laughs> them it's about you and your husband right now but then go ahead and talk about how dare you denigrate the american flag how dare you say that a maga hat's like a, a, a swastika well because it's kind of a a, ma- a magista can we can we can, can uh, put the two words together a swamagaska? Swastamagatska. <laughs> swamagaska. She really, where did where did it all, I mean, I was, I'll be honest with you, it was hard to listen to all of it, but this whole thing of their spouses, their former spouses, and their soon-to-be spouses? Yeah. Okay, so maybe there really is a problem with the Conway family. Oh, oh I've never, I have never heard her get this fucking wound up. Me neither. And be that Honestly, greasy looking, too. She was either. greasy looking. She was wound up. It was hot. And she was pissed because George didn't have her carnation in- instant. Rain, do you want to say I don't it? like either one of those people. <laughs> I agree with how he feels about I was, I was stealing a Stephanie Miller joke there. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was saying George didn't have her carnation instant what ready, Rain? Bitch. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> Or maybe he gave her a double shot. I don't know. With some I, espresso. I just, she is really, really, really incredibly uptight. She was like I, I don't Glenn Beck crazy I don't understand there. Their, I don't understand their marriage. Um, and it's not for me to understand their marriage, but George Conway has been very vocal about how he feels about Trump. Oh, yeah. And, and now all of a sudden... Us, we now, get to look at what's going on with your marriage, yeah. dudes. Well, she was like... And today, she, yeah. today, she is... Whoop, you know, I tried. I, ca- I tried calling Kelly. I, Cal- I tried her in the chat. Uh, oh, you right got a picture of it? conference. Oh, very. That that's nice. I like that. <laughs> I actually tried to you call Kellyanne. I found out she is my age. I tried to call Kellyanne earlier today, and this is what happened. <laughs> Yeah, that was George in the background. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to hold of yourself? (laughs) What a creep. She's she's my age. And I look at her and I'm like, oh, I hope I don't... Seriously. I hope I don't look as old as she does. No, I don't even care. She she doesn't look... I don't think she looks horrible, but she nasty. I mean, inside her heart. She looks... You know what? She's she's so like things are pressing down on her. Yeah, it's ugly. Oh, it's it's on on her face, not her actual face, but on her face. There's a weight. So you know, Red Fox put it best when he said, 
Beauty may be skin deep, but oh my God. ugly goes right to the bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. But I do. I look at her because I am a woman of this age. I'm 51. And I look at other people my age and I'm like, I do compare. I won't lie about that. Oh, I, I do the same thing with guys my age. I look at other women and I'm like, okay, I, do well, I shit. look younger, older? Well, what do I always say? Who, who do I always say is the same age as me? And I'm like, God damn it. I'm grateful how I look. You know? Can you name them? Yeah. I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that. No, no. I'm saying, can I you can you name like the per? Life can, is riding her hard and wet. Well, <laughs> road hard and put, put up wet is the term. Yeah. Put away hard. Yeah. Um, put away hard. No, it's not put away saying. hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wes. I, I love. Road hard and put up wet. Say, wow, they're still alive. <laughs> well, Ted but, um, Cruz is who I'm talking about. Ted Cruz is the same like, age you, as me. If you peddle in hate. Oh my god! Mm. Somehow it makes you look. No, she is. She is ugly from the inside. And, and she is ugly. And she just. She just oozes I, ugh. I, I honest to God, you know, for her age, I, I don't think she's unattractive. But there is something. There is something. You know. That just, you know, she's got that. There's again, there's something weighing on her that comes across as ugly, you know. So, but you know, but like, but look at Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is the same age as me, folks. Oh Lord! Yeah. Oh, uh, and he made That's matters worse. Nuts. He, he grew a beard trying to emulate you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and that's and pretty sad because my beard isn't that great, really. It's nothing, you know. I don't, I can't grow a oh, hipster beard. His is. I oh, think it's your beard sad. is awesome. His it's, looks like a it's, bad it's lawn. Passable. You know, a lawn where a lot of it is burned. Yeah. You know, the, your <laughs> lawn. Kinda. In yeah, yeah. It's your like lawn in August when somebody it's like accidentally spilled some gasoline. Spots. Somebody spilled some gasoline over there. Or, you know, yeah. there, was, there was a patch that didn't get watered. Some oil side there. Yeah. The dog took a dump in the corner. Or, or that's, that's the, what his somebody parked a like. car over yes. part of it. <laughs> yeah. Ted Cruz's beard has a dump in the corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's telling dog. everybody it's pudding. And he looked like a blobfish to begin with. So, anyway. Yeah, he was not an attractive man. No. Without the beard. All right. We got to go to the break. And I haven't even done anything for Mad Libs, but I found the perfect fucking Mad Lib, and it's awesome. So, uh, everybody keep those thoughts in your brain. Uh, we're going to listen to Planetarium by Bobber, and we're going to uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, Drifting 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) Indie Media Weekly extraterrestrial radio all the power without the tower turn up the night with kenny pick where's it that you're from cleveland cleveland like erie erie what was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore i'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the final segment of this uh, Tuesday edition uh, for July 17th, 20, uh, July 16th, 2019 on Indie Media Weekly. See, I fucked that up already. Trying to start a new thing. Trying to start a new positive thing. I fucked it all up i'm gonna become an incel <laughs> up. and don't become an incel i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm gonna talk to your wife and i'm gonna make sure this doesn't happen yeah that's a good one so uh <laughs> all right well i'll tell you what why don't you guys uh uh vamp for a little bit here and maybe talk about some stories do you want to talk about the jason miller thing or anything like that um or, or is there another story that maybe we didn't talk about that you want to address a little uh-huh. bit um, um, Joe. Um, <clears throat> um. Well, I mean, we'll talk um, about Jason Miller. No, I mean, if you if you don't, thing. you know what? Yeah, we can talk about we can talk about the, the fact that the the, the the House passed resolution to condemn Trump's racist tweets. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a biggie right there. And yep. uh, that's a good thing, right? Oh, in in theory, it would be a nice thing, but. 
but a lot of Republicans who just... I heard somebody playing a Trump clip there. Oh, <laughs> I just, I, God bless I, I was gonna chime United Church. United Church. I was going to chime in with <laughs> this article that is in 13 false claims made in his cabinet meeting today. Oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Let's see. He claimed that the governments of Guatemala and Honduras were forming caravans and sending them up here. Of course they are. Which is a lie. Uh, uh, um, he said that uh, they catch and release people and that they don't come back to court, which is did, a lie. Do they, did they neuter them and clip their ears? No. It, over 80% of them reappear in court. And uh, they're, they're tracked. And most of them go to relatives and everything. Yeah. Um, he also re- says that uh, most of it is human trafficking. He doesn't even understand what human trafficking is. When most uh, human trafficking victims in- indeed come through ports of entry. Yeah, he doesn't understand what that term is. Because if it's human trafficking, it's usually sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, it really is. And if he wants to talk about human trafficking, perhaps he can talk about his former friend, who I used to like him, but I don't like him anymore, Jeffrey Epstein. He also said that Democrats are for open borders. No yeah. no rules. Yeah. Just anybody could come across the border, which isn't true at all. Mm-hmm. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty tired of discussing what Trump says. He also said that uh, he took credit for the LNG plant in Louisiana, uh, where he said he cut the ribbon, but the permit for that facility was granted by the Obama administration. Can somebody tell me, Um, quite honestly, mm -hmm. when was the last time that Trump said something true? And I'm not kidding about this. I'm quite serious about this. Now I'm on a roll. I'm now on a roll. Tell me the last time he said anything that was rooted in truth. Anything. When he said he fired Comey because of that Russia thing. I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really time for all of us listening to this show and on social media and whatnot to say, no, this is a lie. Because he has gotten way, way worse in the past year. He he is now out there telling out and out falsehoods. Well, today Lies. he also said that Lies. Uh, the program of recovering the remains of U.S. soldiers who died in North Korea is ongoing. Nope. It, it stopped last year. It's a lie. Um, and, and the reason why I ask this, Joe, is because, you know, right now we're, we're all discussing, oh, my God. The president said something racist, and he said what he said was incredibly racist. But if you listen to his past, you know, his little presser mm-hmm. yesterday, there was nothing that was in there that was true. Well, he also no. said today that uh, they're building uh, a lot of the boarding wall right now. <laughs> yeah. Again, None of it. Not one. Not, not one inch has been built. Not true. He also says that uh, his new trade agreement would prevent uh, automakers from leaving the country. 
Not and true. And there is nothing in that trade agreement that Trump, would prevent an auto company? Trump hasn't even built enough fence to keep a microscopic mushroom pecker from crossing the border. <laughs> well, we know that. Yeah. Melania uh, has. Melania has. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called the door on her bedroom. The border. Uh, mm-hmm. It's yes. called it's called her, her tree peelers. I build um, the wall. His his lies are getting the worse. Best. And, and, uh, and what he is saying is getting worse. And it's getting even more incoherent to me. To me. I don't know about uh, anybody else, but the most. He's sounding really. Um, we Bonkers. thought he was crazy years ago, right? Yeah. Yep. Listen to him now. That ain't right. Well, he also said today that his tariffs have forced China to buy more of our farm products yeah. than ever. When yeah. In fact, <laughs> China bought $16 billion uh, this year. But the most they ever spent was twenty nine point six in twenty fourteen. When who was president then? Let me think. Oh, fourteen. Thanks, Obama. White man. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Obama. Um, the the point that, that I'm trying uh, to make is that he really is sounding more and more. He said during the Obama administration, well, there was a five hundred billion dollar a year was being lost to China. We have never had an annual five hundred billion trade deficit with China. Mm-hmm. Well, and they are not losses. <laughs> okay. Well, so, let, uh, let's just let's just get uh, get a quote from Samuel L. Jackson about Twitter people real quick here. You're as okay. crazy as the people on Twitter. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. And that people so, on yeah. Twitter is Trump. So he's losing yeah, it. Mostly. He's losing it. He lives there. He 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 is. He lost it. When we say oh, yeah. he's losing it, I feel like his mind is really deteriorating. I also he's think that it's a lot of the filter that gets lost with age for people yes. who have no who have no skills in diplomacy. You know, yes. uh, uh, because you'll find there have been a lot of people. I mean, you know, a lot of politicians who are similar in age to. Trump, Bernie Sanders, we'll take for example. He has a pretty good filter. Yeah, you know, he, you know, uh, he kind of, you know, I was going to say Joe Biden, but Joe, you know, <laughs> he, but at least he has a filter. Uh, uh, he lost his filter uh, for the side of good for the most part, uh, except that right. whole, you know, mm, segregationist and shit like that. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, anywho. We gotta we gotta get rolling on here. I did find a, a couple excellent Mad Libs. The one is so appropriate for what's going on, and our chat room was wonderful at filling most of the stuff out. So it won't take long for us to get through them. But yeah, I think that that's a big thing with Trump is he's um, as he's getting older, he just he'll just say whatever's on his mind. And I'm not saying that you know because I I do the same thing. I uh, you know but. I don't have hate in my heart, so I don't go up to somebody and say, what country are you from? You should go back to it. You know? Or, hey, little lady. Ah, you know? <laughs> I don't do that shit. Fucking gross. Um, again, it, it, you know, as you get older, you kind of become personified. Uh, you know, what? what's in your heart 
becomes like even more crystalline and personified than it was in your youth. And uh, sometimes it's wonderful. Sometimes it's ugly. And I think that's the case with Trump. And there could be some mental illness or brain deterioration that is that is fueling that too. I don't know. It's the latter. I'm not not you know. I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on TV. But I do play Doctor Mad Libs here on Turn Up the Night. Doctor Mad Libs. There we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. I almost called out Bobber, but because the title of the Mad Lib. <laughs> so I won't give away the title of Mad Lib, but it had something about Bob in it. That's all. Um, Joe, I need a verb, sir. A verb. A verb. A verb. Uh, go, go nuts. Go nuts. Uh, stab. Stab. Ooh. There you go. All right, Rain. I need a noun, and you know what one's a maybe noun already been is, um, Oh my goodness! I'm still getting over stab. A noun. Oh um, my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! There it is. My goodness. I'm gonna go with um, the best. I'm gonna go with heart. Heart. Okay. There we go. Uh, and this one, we only need a couple here as well. Joe, I need a color. Color? A color. Fuchsia. Fuchsia, it is. Uh, I just had to remember how to spell it. Let me get Trump the what Trump spelling guide. Fuchsia, that would be, fuchsia would be F, no, no, hold on. F-Y-O-O. Nope. <laughs> no, that's Fuchsia. 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 Okay. S-H-A. Fuchsia. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuchsia law. Fuchsia law. We can't allow Fuchsia law in our country. Uh, <laughs> we need to have more Fuchsias in this house. There you go. Uh, Rain, I need a number. Oh. A number like fuchsia, two. No. <laughs> a number like fuchsia, yeah. <laughs> or a color like two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> two. Uh, two. Joe, a verb, past tense. A verb, past tense. Um, sucked. Ah, okay. Oh. Uh. And Rain, I'm gonna give you a ladies' choice for the last one. All right. Oh wow. well, hello. Would you rather do a room or a a a, a, a conservative? Okay. I just want to put this out there, everybody. Kenny just asked me if I would rather do a room or a conservative. Would you rather name a room or I name would... a conservative? <laughs> Do I want to have sex with the room? No. Or conservative. No. Come on. I, I chose my words poorly. <laughs> I'm going to go with room. All right. What room? Sex room. <laughs> Do you want sex room wow. or sex dungeon? 
let's go with that. Dungeon. Yeah. All right, Joe, you get the you get slappy seconds. Uh, give me a, give us a uh, conservative. A conservative. Yeah. Uh, I got a, a good one. Joe? Oh, I have to. That's my question. Would you huh? rather do a room or a conservative? No, a conservative's okay. I just want to pick pick a, a really a really good one. Um, uh, somebody we oh, talked geez. about tonight. Let's go with somebody we talked about tonight. Laura Ingram. We did not talk about her tonight, but okay. Uh, okay. We'll take it. All right, here we go, everybody. Our Mad Libs are done. Second one's the best one, but still. So, uh, bobsledding glossary. That's why it's. I, I almost said bobber because I was reading bobsledding. Um, bobsledding glossary. The name bobsledding comes from the early racers bobbing their blackouts back and forth to gain the most racist speed. Here are some swampy phrases to provide a better understanding of this high-speed subpoena. All right, you guys ready for the terms? Uh, so the first one is bobsled. A large sled made up of two bulbs linked together. There are two sizes. Uh, yeah, so it's a bulb, bulb sled. <laughs> there are two sizes, a two-person backhoe and a four-cat sled. Oh my god. Four cats. Uh, cats would like something straight out of the Midwest. So that, that's cat uh, bobcat sledding right there. Uh, so a brakeman, brakeman, the last shit to leap into the, onto the tool shed um, <laughs> is a brakeman. The last shit to leap into the tool shed. Uh, he slash she applies the sheets to bring it to a stop. The brake man must have very strong noses. Okay. Driver, the front lawnmower in the bobsled responsible for moistening. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the driver's deep goal is to maintain the straightest path down the track. Push time. The amount of required you. <laughs> The amount of time required to stab a snot over the first 50 pustules of a run. Ew. Oh. Abbre Ew. Abbre Ew. Snot. Abbreviation for... Uh, oh, no, WH. Abbreviation for... Uh, we have a clip for that, actually. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, an abbreviation for... Uh, hey, what happened? For what happened? <laughs> Usually said when the heart crashes. So there you go. All right, so this one I was I, I was really excited. I flipped right to this. This is the first one I found tonight, and it is the White House tour, folks. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. yes. All right. And by the way, Livin, I took your typo tonight, ladies and peenids. Penids. <laughs> you can't say penids in this house. Ladies and penids, please wrinkle this way as we begin our tour of the Fuchsia House, the decrepit home of our nation's crone. <laughs> uh, it has more than two rooms. The ice cube room, where huge boorish fists are held, is the largest. 
throughout the mansion, you will find portraits of previous blisters who sucked here. Oh, oh. Upstairs, you can see the famous Lincoln Sex Dungeon, where the ghost of Laurie Ingram has often been seen puking. <laughs> but the question is, what is she puking? Um... She's puking the cum of Lincoln. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> God, seriously. God damn it! What the hell, Rain? That is, you what know. What the hell? Uh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. And that, the last one. No, it's I'm okay. Not that sorry. It's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> All right, the last one, the last sentence. The president's asshole is in the West Wing and is shaped like a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh, there, there it is. He choked. He choked on it. Oh, the president's asshole is in the west west wing, and it's shaped like a motherfucker. So that would have been the president's office is in the west wing, and it's shaped like an oval. But in this case, in our reality, our Mad Libs reality, the president's asshole is in the west wing, and it's shaped like a motherfucker. Um, yeah. Well, his his ass is several motherfuckers. So. Uh, anyway, there we go. Good job. Thank you, chatters. That was fun. Uh, yeah, and yes. At least, it, at least that last one didn't have Laura Ingram. All right. I'm sorry. But I do feel like she would just swallow the cum of Lincoln. Mm. Oh, wait, wait. wait I misspelled. silence. No, because uh, I was looking for I was looking for the drop. Male semen. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Siemens deal. What, what's this? Semon Naylor. Semon. Trump reverse speech. Semen dealers. Semen. Semon Naylor. Semon. Yeah. Male semen. There you go. Male. We don't hear from Pastor James David Manning anymore. David James Manning, rather. Whatever so. happened to him? Hopefully he died. Uh. Huh. So oh he was a horrible fucking person. He was. He was. He was. I, I hope he's <laughs> dead. So uh, I'll be honest. I've had a few beers. <laughs> Are you anyway? The natty bows. Uh, no, I, ha- I do have a couple left. I have a few left. I'm, I'm really. I keep I looking at them, and I'm like, oh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, our neighbor, well, and my sister's going to be coming up, I think, uh, in August or September or something like that. And I'm, I'm going to get her to bring me uh, a bunch of 30 packs so I can put them in the basement and sit thir- on them. A bunch of 30 packs. I well, love that, Ken. Well, seriously. No, I'm going to send her like 120 bucks and say, like, bring me six 30 packs and I'll put them in the basement in the corner. And you know, uh, I'll have them when I when I so desire, and have them for parties and stuff like that. So, Susan's like, "How many bags? How many bags? I want I want six bags of beer. <laughs> Give me six bags of beer." <laughs> Susan said, "That'll last a week." Oh, that hurts. Hey, if you see my feelings, Susan, tell them they've been hurt. All right, we got to wrap up the show. My goodness. 
Parting uh, shots, everyone. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rain, what do you have uh, before we end the program? I, my parting shot is uh, thanks. Seriously, thanks for um, letting me discuss, you know, this whole incel thing and the fact yeah. that we were all insecure when we were kids. I think that's an important conversation to have. I concur. We didn't turn into incels, but I feel like, uh, quite honestly, maybe there's some people who are grown-ups or, you know, older brothers and sisters. They need to have those conversations with people who are really insecure to make sure that they don't succumb to the Internet and feel like, well, I'm never going to have sex, so I have to kill people. Yeah. You know, I, and I mean that. It was a really good conversation, I think. I, I think it was, too. I think it, we could have been really mad the whole time, or we could have tried to be productive. And I think we we definitely landed more on trying to be productive about yeah, this. Yeah, and, and I, I do appreciate you and Joe. Are, yeah, I do appreciate you and Joe sharing that, and I really do appreciate yeah, and that that's you something we've never me to share my yeah. insecurity, too. Because I don't think that's we're all a, a, fucking insecure yeah, teenagers. Yeah, and that's nothing we ever shared before tonight. So that that's something new for everybody here, really. Yeah. You know, so I I think that that's um, that's you know that's that's a very positive thing. So uh, and thank you uh, for both of you for being part of that conversation, Joe. What do you got on the way out of the show, sir? Well, I, I don't know. We didn't discuss this tonight, but briefly today, Nancy Pelosi was barred from speaking on her own house floor. Yeah, and that that was kind of in relation to something. Yeah, because we, we kind of had been following that right up until a show. Because she said that Trump, Trump was a was racist. Racist, racist, and his his tweets were disgusting. Yeah. To which. Uh, the Republicans, oh my God, they they clutched their pearls and mm-hmm. fainted on their couches and and said she violated a House rule that you can't say terrible things about the president, and she wanted it part of the record and they wanted it stricken from the congressional record. And and so, whoever and was running the hearing, her, go ahead, huh? yeah, go ahead. They suspended her speaking rights. That's insane. Temporary. Yes, the speaker with no speaking rights. So, the House first voted to restore her speaking rights, and then they voted to keep everything in the congressional record. Yes. Boom. So shut up, there. Republicans. So shut the fuck up. I I, I can't. I mean, uh, it, yeah. It is so amazing that uh, the Republicans, the only objection they have to everything that went on this week that was so racist was Nancy calling him a racist yeah i i mean the irony of that is it, honestly oh my god doesn't that kill you can we come up with a new word for trump cult irony because it seems like irony is just you know wearing thin you know it, it, it's it's not even irony it's just like we could call it super irony it's it's like a forceful ignorance like I, I or, or like they're I, the I ones mean, that are the snowflakes. I mean, they they yeah. they're absolutely pussies. became apoplectic. They're pussies. They became apoplectic today when she Trump should grab them out. And 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 here, here with all that went on to this week, all the ugly things he said, 
And that's and what you're going to say. That's what you're going to say. Yes. They're more upset with her than they are with what he her said. saying what he did on the congressional record. So I just feel like, you know what? What world are we living in? Oh, I got it. In? We're How living about, in a world of, where there's a whole bunch of racists who think they run this country. And, and there's and, a whole bunch of motherfucking men who, who, who just grab their balls when we say, I want to crush the patriarchy. Yeah. And the I'm, president's I'm asshole really is in the West Wing and it's shaped like a motherfucker. Yes. Um, I, I'm... <laughs> and, so I'm I got it. I got it. Instead of irony, here. instead of irony, mm-hmm. I donry. I donry. I donry. Because, uh, you know, I run, I don just It drives Idonry. me crazy. They have no sense of... They have no self-awareness. Nothing... Nothing, no shame, nothing. No soul, they no think, soul, they think no functioning they brain cells. Yeah. They Fucking really scumbags. do. They think they're still in charge, and they think that um, yeah. patriarchy still exists, and it does. But the thing is, is that they just kind of like walk in and feel like, hey, guess what? Here's my penis. I'm going to swag it around. The, oh, you know, the, no. Well, swag might be a stretch. Yeah, is, no, is. I'm gonna Don't go with this. this. Re- Get out of my house. Rhetorically, they really think that their manhood is way more important than the Speaker of the House. All right, I got to cut you off because I think Susan might want to give a parting shot because she's kind of hovering here. So, um, come what, on, Susan. Susan, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna tell everybody what happened to me, and it's kind of scary and kind of crazy. What happened? Uh-uh. So I was locking up the votes. As yeah. Do. Yeah. And Spencer, the seventy, Spencer, the seventy-year-old man from Tokyo that I have some trouble understanding sometimes, yeah. was helping me grab the dragon heads, and he kind of like went really fast, slipped in the water. He fell uh, in the water. He fell in the fucking water. Hasn't happened in eight years. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was so we're talking him? about the dragon okay. boats, right? He's okay. I mean, how did he well, get wait out? Wait a minute, I'm not done playing the story. So All right. I'm like sitting right. there right next okay. to him. And I'm like, what if he goes under and he comes back up under the dock and hits his head? I'm going to have to go in after him. Like, it's the longest 20 seconds of my life, terrified. And then he came up and it was okay. And he was fine. And we took his glasses off him and then helped him get out of the water. And he was like, oh, that's so funny. He's going to get a UTI. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was so scared. That's scary, Sue. like, he just slipped in a second. Well, now I understand the OMG text oh, you sent OMG. me earlier. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, he's Drowning very, man. like, man overboard and stuff. But he went down. Would dra- you can't see shit in the Cuyahoga anyway. No, no, you really can't. You can't see. It's not like a pool. You oh can't my. see anything. Oh, my goodness. No. I was going to go in. So, would drowning man oh. extinguish burning man? Sure. I don't know. Yes. Oh, really, Ken? Yeah. That's my parting it's shot, really folks. Bad. We'll see everybody on Friday. Have a great night. Thank. I'm, th- I'm just okay. glad Susan didn't fall in the water. I would have gone in after. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that he lived. I'm glad he li- I'm glad everybody lives except for Pastor James David Manning and most Trump cultists. So, yes. but we haven't heard about David Manning yet. I'm just, you know, wishful thinking on my part. All right, everybody, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. 
Uh, we'll be back on Friday, and please uh, don't forget, Mike Check Radio is now on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, with Adam, Miles, Michelle, and myself. So same time as Turn Up the Night, just on Sundays. So, uh, all right, we'll see you guys. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. What the hell?